G'day, g'day, Yogi. G'day, Craig. G'day, Mike. How are you? Oh, mate, going well. Good. Excellent. <laughs> well, uh, well, welcome to the show, Craig. Are you well, my friend? Oh, I am well, yes. We've had a lovely day here. Just um, yeah, mucking in a little bit, do a few jobs in the morning and uh, have lunch here or lunch, breakfast, whatever you want to call it, with um, the grandson and daughter and her husband. Right, so, you yeah, know, we've had a uh, lovely, lovely little day here. Um, brunch is what the cool kids call it, mate. Yeah, and now, now just really sitting down to a bit of radio, mate. He was, gonna, he, he was going to be enjoying a big job tomorrow, Yogi, but he somehow or another managed to wangle his way out of it. Oh, I'm on the job tomorrow. He was fun. going up. He was going up to Deer and Bandy. Yeah, Deer and Bandy. That just sounds dear to your heart, doesn't it? <laughs> Deer and Bandy. Back in the days when I was riding cattle out of the Deer and Bandy ranges. <laughs> That's the Deer and Bandy dandy. Oh, <laughs> He got out of it though. I don't know what he managed. Oh. To, he, he pulled some weird shit and got out of it anyway. So there oh, you go. he got to rearrange his stock drawer. Yeah, oh. that was it. Just the, kind, the kindness of the world, eh? <laughs> the kindness of the world. Yeah, yeah right. Stubby so, that laid out. No. He's got to sit. He's got to go out the back and sit out and watch the bloody water evaporate yeah. out of the pool. No. Oh, oh yeah, climb across it. That's what's happening at the moment. No, I just broke a fingernail, so you know. Oh, uh, go. no. <laughs> oh, don't you know H&S issue? Oh, actually, yeah, and, and speaking of the pool, one. yeah, the pool. Mm-hmm. We've had, got to do a bit of pool maintenance. Is there? You know, the, mm-hmm. the kids come around because she's a salt chlorinated pool. So right. I decide that the best thing to do is a fair bit of bombing and stuff. That you know the teenage boys. Oh, and yeah, they absolutely. Do. So yeah. it seems it's like when I go swimming, like the water, I jump in, the water jumps out. But anyway, yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she lowers lowers the salt level a little bit, doesn't it? So we've got to yeah get on that and had a few pool pump issues. But anyway, that's all all the things well, you could do on a Sunday. You could have went out to Deer and Mandy and got some salt and come back. eh? is that what you were doing, or top up the pool? Probably some sorghum, so we probably could have got a load to fill up the pool um, in one of your yeah, alphabet yeah. road trains. Yeah, yeah, look, ABC, you and me, <laughs> we love it. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong, check it out. But yeah. I suppose, I mean, you know, being that close to the ocean there, mate, the speed swell would mist over and it'd fill your pool up again, wouldn't it? So you'd, you'd, uh, you'd probably just it. crack a hole in the bottom, mate. She'd fill up from the rising water table on high tide. <laughs> oh, yes. Real tight in, tight out. Tight in, tight out. I do yeah. believe that some of the some of the blocks around here through when they're being, like houses being built, that the plumbers actually couldn't do a lot through high tide because the... the um, where they excavate fills up with water at, at a real high tide. Oh, oh, right mm. Do the, the tides change? Do we have a higher tide and a lower tide? Well, we, they do. They seem yeah. to go. Now, I don't understand it real well, but, yeah. Oh, I don't get it either. I, I mean, if I get a high tide here, no one's in the world. We're, we're all good. No one will be able to be around. It'll be like that last man standing thing, like be just me and a man just sitting on the side of the hill here and sand going, Where'd everybody go? Where's the phone? Where Watch, you need to watching them all float by. Well, well, there'll be a few people floating by from my house considering we live next door to the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they do. They There are different heights in the lows and the highs, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, waves yeah, come right, in, okay. waves go out, rips come in and take things away. Uh, yeah. Sounds like the trucking industry. Trucks come in, trucks come out. Yeah. Ripples affect, ripples don't affect. <laughs> yeah, so you've had an interesting day there too, Yogi, I see, with um, 
I think yeah, it's funny, you know, you, through the week I've had our yeah. teenage sons you uh, up on a forklift, a big forklift. Oh, right. To get, to get oh, underneath yeah. it because the best best way, it's better than a hoist, you know, just stick the tines under it. Be a big forklift yeah. too. So stick the tines yeah, under yeah. it, um, put yeah. a few rubber blocks on it and lift her up. It's good for doing a bit of work on it. So, And you were doing yeah, similar yeah. today with looked very interesting. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. All, all. Wow, well, the, the 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 GQ patrol's got no motor, so it was parked out the front of our shed. So we decided that uh, it might need to go out the back of the shed because it might be a little while before it sees some kind of motor action. Mm. So yeah, so I'll her on the back of the tally handler and give it a bit of a lifty and a bit of a push, and <laughs> she's away. <laughs> she's doing a bit of drifting action there too. Well, look at it. Oh, you know, I don't know whether he felt it or not, but I was throwing him around sideways and. <laughs> Maybe that's the only time that big GQ will be ever a drifter, but, you know, we'll see how we go. Well, it's so, probably yeah. got the most powerful engine in it than it'll ever have with a plane of patrol. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Flintstone edition. The non-turbo non model in it now, is it? <laughs> the non-turbo <laughs> depends how fast Jack's long legs can run. <laughs> it's like that meme, oh, it's like, oh, nice, I've got no gas in it. Or she ain't got no motor in the front of it, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> But we've got to whip the head off, and maybe, maybe tomorrow we might whip that off and have a look and see. But it, it's not going too well. You know, well, it's got no go. The motor's she's got issues, issues, issues. He can't remember whether it got hot and blew or it blew then got hot. Mm. So, yeah. Um, does it matter? <laughs> she's, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, no go. Yeah, no go. Speaking of motors that don't go, did you see that video of old mate Trev going into the water? Oh, no, I haven't, no. Did you? No. Oh, tell you what, I was having a bit of a chat to Trev the Sabo. Yeah. And he was telling me about it. And apparently the motor's got bent conrods and that. Mm, from so the she, water? Yeah, she, she's gone into the water. Sucked a bit and of the, Well, it, it tore the bloody uh, air cleaner box sideways. Mm. All the front oh, of all yeah. the front of, all the front of the Volvo is all wrecked, and it's turned the air cleaner box and sucked a gut full of water up into it. Oh, hydraulic no. locked the motor at high revs. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that would bend something. But uh, <laughs> I reckon you might even have a broken crank. Oh, could happen. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, oh, look, uh, yeah. Do you know those top, the, those top fuelers you see in the drag strips? Mm. Like they're five thousand mm. horsepower or something. They. Yeah. They suck that much fuel into them, and you'll see them. They've got twin distributors and twin spark plugs. Because if yeah. they don't actually, when they when they're going their hardest, if they don't actually fire, yeah, they can suck enough. Like they suck enough fuel in that they will yeah. hydraulic. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Wow! Unbelievable beasts those That's things massive. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've yeah. got accelerator pedal in them. They don't push on them. They they you put your toes under and pull on it. Because the actual G-forces involved will lift your foot. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. We full we, 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 we bottle from the fastest car in the world to the GQ Patrol. We full bottle today. Well, you know, the, G, the GQ, there's nothing like a GQ, GQ Patrol, mate. They're great for the kids to play on the grass with. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. They go really, really fast on the grass. Yeah, that's really, really good. So, yeah, we, we but, understand. But, <clears throat> what my old man used to say about Nissan Patrols, if you want to buy a four-wheel drive just to play on the grass with, boy, get yourself a Nissan Patrol. That's what he said. <laughs> oh. And if you want to buy a real four-wheel drive, go and buy a Land Rover. Oh, 
Right. I think it might be the other way around now. I don't know. <laughs> so, guys. Land, land Rovers, if, if, if you cannot kill them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. They are they are spot on, aren't they? You know, yeah. at the end of the day. Well, Dad had, uh, Dad had Land Rovers all of, as for as long as I could ever remember, my old man had a Land Rover. Mm-hmm. He had a yeah. short wheelbase. He had a short wheelbase that he used to go out the bush in and a long wheelbase for a family car. <laughs> We were, you know, like we were, we were like Land Rover fanatics. We were tyres and had bloody shovels and shit on the bonnet, and oh, you know, you were one of those on the beach. But no, I wasn't one of those. Dad was one of those. Right? <laughs> and we used to, we used to know what we were going to do on the weekend. Go, we come home from school on Friday, and depending on how the Land Rover was packed, we knew what we were doing <laughs> for the weekend. Ah, you right. There you go. That was always into it. We would be either going fishing, going shooting, going camping, going somewhere. We were, we were always doing something. <laughs> something ending in a G. Right? Something ending in a G is yeah. what we would have been doing. That, that's right. And if you had that the boat hooked up, we were going trout fishing. <laughs> yep. Boat. If you didn't, eh? Going boating. Going, going trout. Yeah, and if you didn't have the boat, but, but if you had the trailer with, with a couple of big garbage cans in it and the big, you know, those big green garbage cans with the black lids, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had a couple of those, and there would be a landing that like there'd be a beach net in one of those, and the other one was to put the fish in. So there'd be the two of those in the trailer, plus all the tents and all the other shit. And we were going camping at, at uh, Greens Beach in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. So we go down to Greens Beach, go fishing, camp for the weekend, catch a shitload of fish. I'd be worried about going anywhere with people that had great big barrels on the on the on the back of the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a bit of a snow town sort of a feel about it. Oh, okay, it looks. <laughs> you never know where you're going. Will that town ever recover? Oh, you know. Now, now, guys, I must say, um, since we're all sitting here tonight on a Saturday, I assume that you two didn't win any of that two hundred million either. Yeah, no, we're just not telling you. So yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll just send a check, will you? <laughs> Yeah, no, just, you'll be, uh, you'll go to ring the phone over next week and it won't, won't ring. Mm. It won't ring. That's, you see, yeah. You're just waiting for the check to arrive. Well, I've got to go pick it up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that, such that a big $24, check. That's $24 <laughs> that we won. That's a big check. Don't get hey, me got, wrong. Hang on, I've got something very, very important that's just happened here. Yeah. Rose has just walked into the cage. <laughs> she's <laughs> and won she, and she's out of it. <laughs> and, she's, and she's bought me. She's bought me a couple of gifts. Mm, she got you some honey whiskey. She did buy me. I've got a bottle of honey whiskey in the right hand, and I've got a bottle of Takey Suntory in the left hand. Sounds like you're spoiled. I am spoiled, mate. I've actually just That's... discovered that my bottle of honey whiskey's empty. <laughs> I misjudged. He's discovered his bottle of honey whiskey's empty, Rose. It's mm. Terrible. Yeah, Rose said she's sad for you. Oh, she would be. She would be. I know. I know. Colette can hear me, and she hasn't stuck her head around the door yet to say, "Oh, geez, oh, you probably should go and buy you another one." But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. So. You know what she just said? Who Rose? Yeah. Rose said she's just buying me whiskey. It lets her off the hook. <laughs> Yeah, she gets a couple of hours spare if you get a couple of whiskey. Yeah, life is good. No, you said you've got a couple of hours spare once I get a couple of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
She's laughing. Yeah, watch, watch whatever she wants on the TV. And yeah. <laughs> Might go to sleep on the lounge, so... Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, it's fabulous, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is that time of the night. We need to uh, pay a special thanks to oh, one, that's of, our, right. we one of our best bit. sponsors, Rentco. We forgot that bit, didn't we? So we were, t- we're talking about things without motors in them and stuff. So if you've got a truck that's, yeah, got to have a motor oh, in it. Yeah, or things yeah, like yeah. that, or an upside down episode. <laughs> you no, I'll you stand by. They can sort everything out. Yeah. There is nothing they can't do. So if you need a bit of equipment to get you through, or of course, yeah. long term lease, as we know, some people just like to go that way. Rentco.com.au. Free if, call. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Oh no, Every- you, you tell us, Mike. Free call. I was going to say free call one three hundred seven three six eight two six. Every capital city in Australia. Mm. If you be nice, they might get you, give you the one with the like the nice paint job on it. It's on the inside of the back cover of number number three magazine. Yeah, I reckon it's, it's a nice looking, it's a fairly striking looking. It's a fairly striking looking thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, they took a bit of a directional change there a while back, and uh, yeah, brought out brought out that sort of style. Of the and um, yeah, no, it's pretty. It is very striking, very much. Well, Rinko Rin- Rin- will tailor you know, to any of your designs if you want to watch. Colour truck, there's a colour truck. They've got it all there, Rinko.com. You can even get your yard tug. Mm. So the you other don't even hear them. Yeah. Well, that, that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> when they run you over. When they run you over. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, Pick if you're in the yard... If you're in the yard and you've got a high-vis vest on, there'll be no issues at all. It's but impossible to get hit by anything with a high-vis vest yeah, on. Yeah, but if I've got a high-vis vest on, Craig, and I've got my camouflage shorts on, does that work? Oh, uh, well, does that's see the up? top part of you. But what's more important, though, Yogi, is that you have one of those really muffled-sounding reversing beepers on you. So if you are walking backwards... That people can uh, yeah. hear you and your and your hat, hard hat, isn't, with a flashing light on the top. Isn't that the most annoying sound in the world? Mm. What a, a reversing that, beeper! Yeah, that reversing beeper, like you're choking the chicken and you're just not prepared, <laughs> like a blind eye. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the bloke who invented it was choking the chicken himself. Well, I, know, I reckon, I reckon he's gone, you know what, I'm going to make a lot of money out of this. You know, these people will fall for this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a bit of a reversing beeper story. The other week, my reversing beeper kept coming on and I had to stop the truck and put it into reverse. I was put it in forward. Yeah, no, it was put it in the reverse to make it like to activate the buddy the button on the on the transmission mm. and get it out. Then you drive down the road, however far it might be five minutes, it might be five hours, and you'd be driving down the road. All of a sudden, you'd hear me, 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 like that. And I got to the point where I just turned the stereo up. That's the best way to fix it. Screw it. I'm not stopping now. Well, <laughs> you probably should have pulled up, tagged, tagged the whole machine out and got yeah. ahead. And, and went back on. Yeah. I'll uh, I, I tell you what I did do. I went out and I climbed underneath it and pulled the plug off. That's what I did do. 
some of yeah. them have actually got um, little switches on them. Yeah, well, it should have a switch on it, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah the red wire. Cut mm. the red wire. And now, <laughs> remember that I haven't told the guys in the workshop about it, so it won't be fixed on the oh, Didn't you put no. that on your, on your maintenance app? No, I didn't. Oh, what about on the pre-start? No. When was that, Mike? Shutdown. Would have been on shutdown start. Mm. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it would the have been on the post-trip. Post-trip. <laughs> Not the pre-trip, post-trip. It would have been on the post-trip, but I, I forgot about it, and, 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 the, and I haven't put it on the pre-start either this morning. So, so oh, yeah. teary me. I failed to comply. What? Can you imagine going down to Hume and there's, like, you know, people with dash cameras coming? I was bumping down to Hume the other day. This place was in reverse. Half of me doing 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was, but anyway, I was late. Got marking on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the road was out in the backwoods. Mm. All the day was bare, bare, Had had eggs on or something that yeah can't be late. Got the mail on. We 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 don't say market over here in WA. We say got the mail on. Got the mail. Got the mail. Got the mail. Got the mail. The mail is more important than market. Mm. Speaking of mail, we've had a we've had our mail out of, of um, the the latest edition of Truck and Life, so most people yep. should should have it by now. If you yep. don't, please please get in touch because they should be there. And you know we have had some instances where things don't get delivered, so just let us know. We've had a couple returned. We've, um, sad, sadly, people yep. that. Um, I think when they, sometimes when you put your address in and you pay by PayPal or something, it can actually change your address to a previous address. But, yeah, a few of those things are a bit out of our control. And we can only send them to where we're, we're told. But, yeah, so if you haven't received it, do get in touch because there are some anomalies in our post don't get system. Don't sit there getting savage because you haven't got your magazine back. Yeah. Yeah. Email, email, email us or give us a ring. Give me a ring. My number's there. Everyone seems to ring me. I just seem to get in the middle of this for some reason. Yeah. Um, that's that's another thing that yeah, that's another thing that he does, Yogi. I gotta, we gotta have to have a meeting, right? You know? Yeah. Let's call a meeting one day. Yeah. I reckon we should because you know he, he, the people are ringing me up because my phone number's the one that's on the on the magazine, right? Yeah. Boss man. Yeah. yeah. And they ring me up for everything, everything. Yeah, oh, well, I got a phone call the other day saying I need to buy six magazines, and I, I, I passed the number on quite well. And did he, you? And he did. He passed yeah. it on to Colette. Yeah, you need so, to get a so reading through it the, on to through the facilitator. Through the first the thing that comes up here, Mike, it's got what? editor. Mike, Mike Williams, yeah. it's got your phone number and your email address. Yeah, number, so. one. <laughs> yeah. number one. This may be where you're going wrong. So. Yeah, and funny enough, all our numbers are the same as your numbers, Mike. Mm. Yes, I know. Yeah, 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 I know. Anyway, in the, in the magazine, you could email us, but if you don't have your magazine, you may struggle to do that because you don't have the email address. But I'm quite happy to accept it. Craig at truckandlife.net.au and... Um, just make sure yeah. you, you um, when you email me, you do it, either put your order number or your proper name that you ordered it in, not some alias to your yeah, label. Yeah, not, not your alias name or the name. Yeah, no, that was funny, that was. I reg- I, that made me laugh. Oh, which one, Michael? Right. Which one? The bloke, the bloke that ordered the magazine, and he, he's talking to you with his proper name, but he didn't tell you the name that the magazine was ordered under. Mm. Yeah. that yeah, looking that for is. a subscription that didn't exist. But anyway, 
We do endeavour to do our best, and um, yeah, we will. We will get them out to you. But yeah, I'm, I do apologise that our postal service is not um, not always as it as it should be. Yeah. Well, uh, we only just got our magazine, by the way, gentlemen. We, we, we are going to need to talk to some of these post office guys because they don't seem to understand what do not bend means. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and track them off. Like, I mean, it's the best magazine going to be. And we do. I, to, I have got a couple of um, repeat uh, ones that get returned and then I send them out again and they seem to get delivered, so... There's a couple of routes there on the postie, um, Mr. Postman. If you want a subscription, maybe you should buy one instead of pinching them. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> I don't know where they're going, but, geez, uh, I can point the finger yeah. in one direction. Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. Anyway, moving on, if you, um, if you, if you haven't subscribed and you do want to buy it, pretty... it's still available at... Um, Absolutely. P, Archfield, Beresfield, Eastern Creek, Maroolan, both north and south. Nambucca Heads, Epping, Cooper Street in Melbourne, and BP Townsville. Also available, Tatiara Trucks, the cleaning zone, and one of Mort our Lake. favourite places. Yeah, the roadie. The roadie, the Mortlake Road. I was going to say Tatiara, all the cleaning zone for me, and you know, <laughs> it's always been my favourite place. Well, that's all right. The truck never goes past Tatiara when I go east to west. Mm. Yeah, probably we should keep an eye on you on the track and mate, I'd be careful about that. No, yeah, that bloody card, that credit card, when you swipe that oh. indicator about tracking, yeah, is that the R truck and trailer. Mm. Yeah. So there must be a big um, must be a big truck show on in in New Zealand eh, at the moment. There is. Yeah, I think it's the hundred year one in Hamilton or yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The Kenworth the Kenworth celebration. I got a phone call from old mate uh, Dave McCoy today. Mm. Well, he was over there. He's walking around um, looking at Kenworths and things. I sent him some photos of um, Dave Murphy's Euro Pantech. Mm. Yeah, that new one's looking pretty sharp, isn't it? It, it is. Nice. And I and I said, have a look at that, mate. And he and he reckoned it's the sharpest looking thing he's seen for a while. Trouble mm. is, it won't get around any taller than New Zealand. Uh-huh. No, you'd be surprised. Actually, um, Glenn Castanelli actually drove one of those for Dave, and he said it's quite remarkable how they do manoeuvre with their steerable, I think, front and rear axles. Mm. Oh, it's quite amazing. Yeah, but we're talking New Zealand here. They runs one leg shorter than the other. It's all Billy Goat country <laughs> out here. <laughs> well, you need more than steerable axles around there. You need a bendy bit in the middle. Bendy bit in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. You need to divide your alphabet up into something that can go around corners. <laughs> you need to be able to you know, shorten some drawbars, you reckon? <laughs> well, that's say you should do it in the West. Here. We, we can run 27 and a half here with our little short, long vehicles. But anyway, you lot over there seem to count. So, ah, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be right over here soon. We'll be able to run 58 metre road trains down the Hume here shortly. Oh, you what? Oh, that, you what? A, and yeah, the trucks. Yeah. Why would you do it? Mm. Why wouldn't you? Just snap I, I, a few trailers together. Do what they do over in Western Australia. Go out the yard and just have a bit of a look around and go, oh, that, 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 and that. Put that dolly go. in. Yeah. Let's go. Send it. I think it's terrific because what it does do is it opens up the world for us when we're caravanning that you can actually tow your caravan and you can tow your boat behind that. And, and your jet ski. Yeah. And a bit even your toilet block even perhaps. So, well, that's what I did. Caravan is, Craig. 
Sorry? You know what I did see this for sale at Richie's? In the caravan. Yeah. There's a, a uh, like it's a, I think it's about a 41 or 43 foot uh, tandem uh, van that's been done out like as a caravan in the front part. And it, you can put your car in the back. It's got a area to put your car in the back. Yeah, up right. for auction at the moment at Richie's, mate. I think no, exactly. it's at about 27000 at the moment. Ooh. Is that called the mullet? Sorry? <laughs> it wouldn't would be called the mullet. you got the party at the front and the business, no, business at the back, or party at the front. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the mullet. Well, it may well be. I'm just, I'm just looking at it. It's got you know, toilet, shower, it's got inverters, it's got everything. All the hard work's been done. That's the way. I mean, you need a 45-foot caravan with a good prime mover tone. I didn't see one the other day. It just looked like it had a single-drive Mitsubishi dragging yeah. it around. Why not? 40-foot yeah. like, caravan. A couple of mates of mine did it. They, they put their floods on them, actually. Took, his, took the truck up to the fifth-wheeler and all these. They took it up to Darwin and come back and another mate ran here. And, uh, yeah, and you know, all the people in the caravan park, oh, you've got too much money. Well, them trucks probably the cost the same as your two hundred thousand land cruiser. Yeah, that's that's right. Oh, yeah. Them yeah. trucks have actually paid for themselves. Yeah, and, oh, no, unlike, unlike your land cruiser, unlike and your land cruiser. Yeah, probably yeah. not a lot of diff- different on fuel. Probably way better on fuel. It'd be heaps better on fuel. The trucks would be phenomenally better on. Fuel. Mm. Can you imagine what it'd be like though? Like if you had your, your, your Series 60, your D-Deck 2 or something like that. I mean, even back in the day, you, you were getting two and a half out of those, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know. We, we travelled you know. with with a couple, not with a couple, they were sort of travelling around and doing the same sort of thing. And their lean crew, like a 200 Series, was using, tw- I think, 22 or 23 litres per 100 Ks. So, oh! So round that up a little bit. So you're looking at four Ks, roughly four Ks to the litre. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what we worked out at about five, six Ks to the litre. Yeah. So if you put, yeah. if you put the right diffs in a in a Gen two something cab over, <laughs> or yeah. something maybe a little more aerodynamic, if you put the right diffs yeah. in that and got your like nine hundred, yep, yeah, down to about thirteen or fourteen hundred, towing 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 a forty five foot van. That three fives, virtually three, empty. Three you'd be, I reckon, I reckon you'd get cl- close to four empty. I reckon, I reckon you should go mid 80 spec three ones, but anyway, <laughs> go, go fast. We need all them tails out. Take <laughs> one out, let it run. Come along. Just, just, get, just get an all, all you need is an old single drive. Don't get too complicated. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Single drive. Three three fives and a fifteen double overdrive. <laughs> three three fives and a fifteen double overdrive. Table yeah. caravan. Oh, hey. it'd be ideal for caravan. Oh. I actually did <laughs> see one the other day. It was actually a prime mover with a, a fifth wheeler on behind it. They obviously changed yeah. the turntable a little bit, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not as silly as it sounds. You go and buy, you go buy Until, an off like single drive freight liner, you know, with an old oh, yeah, They give yeah. them away. Yeah, yeah, they give them away. They don't. They, you ain't buy them. They give them away. Should be cheaper. Than single that. drive anything. Yeah. So. Oh, single drive anything. Can ya? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually to worry quite when he's. No, it should be a one, one one two one one three cab over Scania. Oh, perfect. Oh, I do a car. No, man, that'd be single drive. 
Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Any Until news? you got to back into that hot pot of the Caribbean. But all done. Yeah. No we, going into the caravan park. We, we, did, the we did have a reasonable <laughs> size caravan, and we did did get um, one place that was a little bit difficult to get into, and probably one spot. Yeah, if you'd had a yeah had a prime movie, you would have struggled a bit. But you still that's that's a selection thing, you know. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, we need to a caravan park in Albany a couple of years ago and I made in camper van beside me thought I was getting a little bit close and surely realised that I got it in there dead straight and, and he come out and he said, I reckon you're a truck driver. I said, I reckon you're on song. Mm-hmm. Give, yourself, give yourself as much room as you need and yeah. keep it as close as you can. Yeah. Just had a message yeah. here about the idea of getting a 610 to tow a van behind it. So. A 610? Oh, okay. Nice little truck. Nice little truck. There's one in the fleet up here. I, I don't mind it. It's it's a good little little bit of gear. He's very great visibility out of it. Comfortable. Yeah. Good for a couple of years. It's all 610s are good for town caravans. Oh, this Ooh. is how Blake drives a Western star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Anyway, moving West on, Mike. Star. Mike, you've been out on the highway today and yesterday and... I have. Ring it, ringing me up the... and with your severe Tourette syndrome. <laughs> Tried, I, I, I suffered from a little bit of trucking Tourette's there earlier today, Yogi. Early oh, today. It was actually no. last, last night, what I thought. You couldn't get a coffee or you just oh, Something about Volvos and their bright lights. <laughs> and Volvos. Oh, yeah. I've got a message for all the fellas that are driving those bloody 540 Volvos and, and bloody <laughs> Globetrotters and things. You know all these tools that mount all the driving lights across the top over the top of the windscreen? They're screwdrivers yep. and ratchet things. Yeah. Is that the tools you're talking about? No, the tools that mount them there. All oh, right, there, yeah, the ratchet. Oh, the nut yep. loose in the wheel, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't, don't, don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> don't do it. It's <laughs> a the very stern warning. What I'll tell you, there. I'll yeah, tell you what, mate. My driving, my driving lights, my driving lights on this Western Star, mate. They are on song, right? Burn bitumen at five miles. My driving lights. Do you ever put them on high? Uh, I don't need to, mate. I'm on a year my way, for God's sake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was right. So ten minutes. <laughs> well, you know, well, I don't understand why anyone's got high beam on the year my way. You don't need it. There's always traffic coming and oh, going. Oh, wait for the wait for the comments here. Oh, I agree with you, Mike. It's yeah. There's a fog line and bitch. Yeah, yeah. Not many kangaroos. Well, there's actually been a little bit of road kill up there in the last few weeks, but that's beside the point. Mm. Yeah, you know, the, the, the the sad reality of it is that some of these fellas and and these and these absolute tossers that have to wire their bloody four headlight Kenworths up and have all four headlights going on low beam. That really does grind my gears, that does. That crumbs oh, my cooking bad. The worse than grinding your gears. <laughs> it is. Oh. Yeah. Remember the 90s, gentlemen, in Saturday. Yeah. I, only had, yeah. I only had one of them last night, mate. I lit him up and he's going, ah! He's calling me all the names up at the sun. Yeah. How'd he go? That was great. What'd he do? He had... Ah! Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that, was, that was as he was melting into his sleeper. Do you know, I, I do like some of the um, features in the in the more modern vehicles where you can actually, like the Hilux I have here, you can turn your 
turn your lights up and down. Yeah. And I think it's a fairly common feature of a lot of things on there. BMW had it, and I know the new Land Cruisers, and they got it. So it's a great feature because you throw a trailer on a caravan or something, yeah, you got to adjust those lights. On your watch. They probably need some kind of centrifugal thing in it that makes them do it on their own, um, but mm. makes no difference when someone's mounted like six million watts of LEDs on the front of their vehicle, mm. um, and it is blinding. I, I don't know if people like actually understand that. Oh, it, it actually does contribute to the fatigue, John. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But people come up behind you and, you know, they're travelling behind you and they go, oh, mate, is it all right if you turn your mirrors in time and keep the lights up? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. Put your yeah. lights down, you know. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Anyway. The other, thing, the, the other thing that's starting to annoy me, people don't understand... If you're on the merging lane and you're coming in like out of a roadhouse or something like that, you're in the merging lane, it's your responsibility to give way to the traffic that's already on the freeway doing the speed limit. Yeah. Oh, is it? It is. Depends on the lines, doesn't it? Because you've got to give way to the the overtaking vehicle must give way. No. Generally, out on the road. No. If you're if you're actually on the motorway, yeah. you're on the speed limit. Yeah, you don't have to move over to let people out. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to vary your speed. It's up to whoever's merging to, to, to adjust their in. speed and merge into the traffic. Yeah, right? you, know, you know what I do when I'm merging into do? traffic like that. What do you do? I try to avoid the vehicle that may kill me. Yeah, that's generally a good idea. Mm. Unlike the unlike the clown and the little Subaru <laughs> coming on the pheasant's nest this afternoon, I've got two cars sitting beside me, so I can't move over. Mm. Right, and he's just sitting there, and I and I'm, I'm I'm driving down, I'm driving down, I'm driving down. I was actually talking to Trev on the phone when when this happened. And I just said, "Hang on, Trev, I think I might be about to have a close encounter." <laughs> right, and, and Trev said, "Ah." Oh, and, and, and this bloke's driving along and, you, you know, you're getting no rate of change or anything like this. This bloke's driving along and he's got a, he's got the phone in his hand, he's got a dog in his lap, right? Merging onto the motorway. Oh, you can't do that. Well, this is what he was doing. <clears throat> You've got to have your dog correctly restrained in the motor vehicle. Oh, no, it was a bloody great big fluffy, do- you know, those dish mop dogs. Mm. One of those sitting in his lap. <laughs> and he, he's on the phone, right? On I know the phone that because, with a dog on his yeah, lap. Yeah, driving one handed in his little Subaru, Subaru SUV thing. Mm. Anyway, I could see that he wasn't looking, and you know, I, you know, uh, in a loaded B double, and I backed off a little bit uh, in the hope that he would speed up. But he didn't, and so I thought, well, I elected to blow the horn at him. He nearly shit his pants and went out the back of the window with his dog because uh, he had no, yeah, he had no idea I was there. Not a clue. Yeah. And then. And then he came in. He came in behind me, came around, and he would have seen the two cars that were sitting beside me. Waited around, come around, got in front of me, and hit the brakes. He taught you a lesson, didn't he? Oh, mate! Mm, he taught himself a lesson. You won't do that again, will you, Michael? Mm. Did you have a Tourette's, you Tourette's moment when that? I, I did have a Tourette's moment. Trev can tell you. I think Trev's still recovering. Mm, I bet he is, because I know after three attempts of your Tourette's last night, it was like. 
man, you need some help. Or, or, or you shouldn't drive in the dark, one of the two, with all these terrible Volvos coming at you. And they Volvo drivers. they bright lights and things. But anyway. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Yogi. It's one of those. Yo. You're off to a special place tonight. Uh, special place? Yes. <laughs> the need to speak. The, the 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 dirt comes first. Oh, I'll speed back. No, it's speed back. So, yeah, or go and pick up Lucy. That's what you're saying. Yeah, pick up Lucy and then go to the speedway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what we're going up there tonight. She's uh, yeah, because she's up here living up here now. But um, yeah, it's nice to sort of wander up to the speedway and watch and and Manda's brother and her. These three boys are going up, so she's a bit of a family affair up at the speedway tonight. We'll see if we can get on the fence and watch a few cars go around and have a hot dog and maybe a cup of coffee and, and donuts. That's what you do at the speedway, isn't it? Is it? Fantastic. Coffee, and, coffee and donuts, is it? Absolutely. Wow, well, it's true, you know. Coffee and donuts and... Yeah, we'll find out. Well, hey, when you have coffee and donuts, that'll be the yeah, first thing I'd go. I'd head straight for the donuts, mate. Yeah. Standard issue. Get out in the pit there when it's uh, interval, you know, a bit of intermission. Go down there, get a couple of stickers from a couple of the cars racing. And, uh, You're going to yeah, hand out a few stickers as well? No, oh, I haven't got a car racing, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, a bit of truck, yeah. truck and life stickers. Right. Oh, yeah, look, that, this is true, gosh. I, I should have got a little bit cleaner. Mm. Uh, haven't, no, but no, it should be a nice night up here. Beautiful evening. It's, uh, it was 42 yesterday, but today's only about 25. Ah, so good, good night to go racing. Good night. Well, as we talk about that, we might mm. go to a song and we might go to a bit of Adam Brand, eh, and Dirt Track Cowboys. How about that? Oh, oh. oh righto. We'll be right back, everybody. If this doesn't turn you on, folks, you haven't got a switch. Jake. 
Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back, Yagi. Anyway, Dirt Track Cowboys. Bit Adam Brandt there. Adam Brandt. It wasn't, it wasn't me for a change. Yeah. Shush, Yagi. So you, know, uh, you were saying you wanted me to mention something, but maybe you should. Well, I was trying to mention it off here, so we'll talk about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> no. But yeah, like, so uh, Adam Brandt, he's a good dude, I've had that. I've had a couple of nights with him at Speedway, funny enough, Adam Brand. So he's a yeah. cool cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when I was thinking I was some kind of Speedway racer, well, I wasn't. I was a truck driver. Towing a van, yeah. into the Speedway. And uh, lucky enough, when you do that, it, you, you end up sometimes in the in the infield and most times cleaning mud off cars, <laughs> what you do as a truck driver. Yeah, I loved it, loved it, loved it. it, 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 it like watching those big sprint cars go around. In, all in there on the infield is, is um is a whole different experience to see how hard those drivers work. Mm. Sort of turn left to go right, you know. Oh, it's a bit or turn a, turn right to go left. Yeah, never works. Which way you're going, what you're doing. So yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. And a fair yeah. amount of horsepower in them too. Oh, insane amount of horsepower. No, nothing like having all that bloody V8 horsepower sitting right in front of you with the bloody gearbox that can detonate at any moment right under your nuts. Mm. I mean, yeah, what, what could possibly go wrong? Mm. <laughs> Not much. Yeah. Not much at all. Yeah. So. Well, I, I mean, people don't seem to realise. I mean, that's exactly the situation you're in. You've got to, There's no drive shaft, really. You've got the diff, you've got the diff, the gearbox, and the, and the back of the motor. The flywheel is about level with your knees. Mm. You know, um, it, I, I struggle to get in a sprint car. Mm. Well, they're very, I mean, they're very hard to get in at all. It's ten foot tall. Yeah, you know, one of those things. And yeah, most most race car drivers are not big. Well, I suppose Martin Schumacher was quite tall, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. I sat in a Formula One car. I sat in Man- Nigel Mansell's Williams back in the day. Oh, you're right, because you told him that was your last home and that we're mates or something that your family <laughs> built it. Or no, no, I was. I happened oh. to be involved in the Formula One at the time, and, uh, and um, we, we we had a we had a uh, like a, a a dinner and a and all that sort of thing there, and we got a tour of the pits and and that sort of thing. There was no no activity. There was no racing going on at the time. There was a. Uh, now that, you know, you get the sponsors together before an event and they all press the flesh and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And we happened to get an invite for the for the crew that I was working with at the time and uh, met Nigel. He was a bit of a character, had a bigger moustache than me. Really? Uh, yeah, huge. Tall guy too, okay. big guy. Uh, oh, yeah, right on. 
something about those races in the late eighties and nineties. They were just Formula One. Well, they had personalities. Yeah, they did. They, they did. had personalities, and they were bigger than like they were big, and they had egos too that you couldn't walk around. Wow, they're top of the pop, aren't they? Real. And uh, no, they, I suppose they had to. They had to feel as though they were better than anyone else. That I mean, it would have to be part yeah. of your mindset. I think Formula One bought one uh, percent of race car drivers end up in Formula One or something yeah. stupid like oh, that. Like it's, yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be the best of the best, the elite. And, the, yeah. and it's the forefront of – people don't realise that things like Formula One racing are the forefront of, you know, the introduction of technology into vehicles. Yep. Like everything they do it is, yeah, it always trickles down into your everyday car. Eventually it does, I suppose, when you think of it. Yeah, right. right. I, I've, I've, I've had no cars with open cabs. But anyway, eventually we might get an open cab car, but that's, you know, one of those things. I had a... I uh, think a little more outside that square, Yogi. <laughs> I've, had, I've had a couple of convertibles. Have you ever driven a convertible, Yogi? No, I, no, I, don't, I just don't feel the need to have my bald head outside in the open. You know, so, yeah, I Oh, I don't, don't need the hair doesn't blow on my head it's chest hair, so it doesn't matter. Get, get it, get like get get the sunburn on the top of your bald head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try truck and cap. You got what you've got to have. You got to have one of those one of those little sort of you know the what I don't know what they call them. Is it a trilby? Is, it a, is that the right name? No, the hat. Who knows the name for the hat? Oh four nine one eight two five six double three. <laughs> we'll give you a hat. Give you a hat. Well, get, oh, yeah, if you can tell us the name of the hat. <laughs> oh, it's got to be documented too. Someone will just call it yeah. Barry or something. No, oh, it's got a name. Oh, but you know oh, the yeah. little, you know the little, you know the little hat that the British aristocracy wear. You know, looking like a wedge, and it's got a little. You know the one that I mean. No. Oh, yeah. Well, I always thought they were driving hats. No. Is that you get them in a kit with your driving gloves? You probably do. Mm. Oh, fingerless gloves? Do I don't know. Look, Gook, someone will tell us. And if they do, they win oh. a prize. Yeah. Yeah, those Formula One cars are like, got to a point with their turbos on them, they were getting to about 1,200 horsepower. And they, it was like, no more, no more turbos, too much power. So, <laughs> so they got rid of them. And then in, within two or three years, they're back to 1,200 horsepower without turbos. Yeah. They just, yeah, what they'll spend on. Yeah, right. What, I honestly think that there should be. I mean, you talk about sports, right? I read during the week there's this guy who's a multi-billion-dollar billionaire person, and he's decided that he wants to have an Olympic Games for enhanced uh, uh, sports people. Enhanced. So there's no, yeah, no, there's no rules. If you're on drugs, <laughs> no one oh, cares. Wow. Oh, right. Really. Do whatever you want to do. There are no rules, right? Just be the best, the biggest, the best, the fastest, the strongest, the most agile, whatever. He doesn't care. There are no drug tests. Um, and he reckons that he reckons he reckons that he's going to be able to make that into something more attractive than the Olympic Games. Yeah, right. What could possibly go wrong there? Well, who knows? I mean, but I mean, if you look at you look at the people now that that, that are smart enough. To uh, you know, get round the doping rules as they exist now. So, you know, high altitude training is a great thing. That people go and spend months, and they live up in the 
up in the mountains and they do high altitude training. The reason why they do that is because you need more red blood cells in your blood mm. to counter the thinner oxygen. So it carries the carries the oxygen oxygen around your body more effectively and carts all the waste products, carbon dioxide and all that, carts it away. So you're not allowed to have blood transfusions. Mm. You can't that's one of the things you're not allowed to do. That's performance enhancing, right? So you can't have red blood cells. But you can go and do you can go and do high altitude training and get the same effect. It just takes months to do it, right? Right. So if you and a motel room in the Alps. And a motel room in the Alps. So you can go and do that naturally and that's fine. You can't do it artificially by giving yourself a blood transfusion, right? Mm. So it's like the non turbo version. Well, it's the turbo version actually. (laughs) The short story of it is is that he's saying you can take all the stimulants you like, you can take all the, you can have all the red blood cell um, platelet buddy transfusions you like, all the rest of it. We don't care. We just want to see the peak of the human endeavour and performance. That's what he wants to see. Oh, oh, no. Is it the peak of human performance or like adding nitrous oxide to your... your Yeah, yeah. Is that the peak health? That the peak perform. I've got I've I've got no comment to make about some of the chemical concoctions that some of these people are happy to stick into their bodies. Me personally, I think it's insanity, right? But you know the the, the altitude training and, and and those things that are basically uh, like a, a blood transfusion to mimic what you would do with altitude training is a vastly different proposition to filling yourself up with steroids. Yeah, well, it's a natural enough progression. You need a lot well, of people. And most mountain men that I've seen and women are fairly fit. You know, yeah. up in high plains, actually quite fit sort of people. You know, maybe they're a long way from fast food, but anyway, that's probably up. Well, there might be that as well. But then again, you have a look at some of these fellas that chop wood, for example. David Foster's a classic example. Built, yeah, like, a, built like a big shit house. He was a big unit, that man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He really was. But I'll tell you what, he could chop wood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously there's a certain amount of finesse and technique and, and all that sort of stuff, but I reckon you could outrun him. I reckon even I could outrun him over 100 metres. But I'll tell yeah. you what, I could chop a piece of wood quicker than him. Mm. Yeah. You know? But a lot of those that. things, people are designed for certain things. Like I've seen blokes that... Like shearing sheep that just do it. So now, like my dad was just a natural shearer, just was no problems. And you've watched, yeah. or watched other people like myself that you've, you you do more fighting and kicking what the sheep does. But yeah, I, I tried to shear a sheep once, the bastard shore me, I reckon. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. people are built for certain things, and I mean that mm-hmm. wood chopping stuff that I do. Yeah, that's that's hard. Hard slog. But well, they had chops down at Croyd last weekend. Mm, yeah, no, I was watching them there for a bit, and the way they yeah, they yeah. prepare and everything for it. But yeah, I yeah, quite, quite honestly, I, I like this whole high performance sports thing, and that I think it's such a misguided, a misguided resource in our world of how much money that the the world spends on this sort of stuff. Well, in in I, that, that's just I, yeah, I think ridiculous. But anyway. Yeah, my opinion. We've got my, my opinion. 
but it's but it's fun to jam whatever chemicals into a rice horse and make them just bolt out of the Well, I don't think that that's fine either. It's like one of those things, you know. They want this high performance thing, so yeah, you get an athlete that just his his only desire in life is to win an event. So they they shoot some kind of concoction into them to win that race. Mm-hmm. They they take the medal and the trophy and then they cark it because their body goes into a massive cardiac arrest. Well, don't see a whole lot of point in that. Oh, there's no point in advice. Mm. Like, I don't think that there's a point in that. I you know I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. But I mean, if you look at I mean you look at the the chemical enhancement scandals we've had over the years, like like um, uh, my but buddy Warner, Warner for example with his. Um, with his uh, having having the diuretics and they were nanas apparently. Oh. But, yeah. Right. So, like, there's been all sorts of doping scandals and and substitution scandals. Remember the fine cotton affair, mm. where the horse yep. was substituted. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we, we we'll just run this nag for weeks and, and and everything's terrible, and then the race that comes is worth the bucks will. We'll just slip one in that looks like fine cotton. No problem. No one will notice. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, isn't it? You know, like you, horse racing is a sort of interesting game, isn't it? You, know, you, you don't want anyone to be on your horse because you want the best odds and everyone, everyone's on your horse and win. <laughs> oh, just, oh, it just amazes me. Personally, I don't see anything wrong. If you want to be the best spear chucker in the world, and you feel as though you need to take some steroids to be the best spear chucker in the world. So you go ahead and do that. And you get into an event with all these other people that are enhanced or whatever, and you end up being the best spear chucker in the world. Well, more power to you. And Darwin will sort it out. Mm. You know? I mean, Something that, like that. Well, I'm like, <laughs> I don't that. have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I really don't. And it's the same as motorsport, right? You, know, you talk about Formula One being the pinnacle of motorsport. If Formula One's the pinnacle of motorsport, where you can do whatever it is to make your car go as absolutely as fast as possible, yeah. and stick to the ground as best as it possibly can, why are there rules? Well, they've no, got to be parameters because otherwise, <clears throat> someone has an unfair advantage. Isn't that a crock of shit? But anyway, that's trying to trying to put it out that the. The human in control has yeah. has the skill. So, if that's the case, we should just still go back to driving, going down to your local Holden dealer and driving out in the Commodore or something, and put putting thirty vehicles on a racetrack that are exactly the same with some good old skinny tops. Well, that'd be well. They used to do that. Remember, they'd have the celebrity events at the Formula One. Yeah, but even Bathurst used yeah. to be like that. There was very minimal changes you could make to a car. It's like, it's like <clears> now, like our touring, touring car championship in Australia is a far cry from any vehicle you can go and buy. Yeah, well, once upon a time, you used to be able to uh, win on the mountain on Sunday and you could go and buy the dealership on Monday. Mm. Yep. yep. You can't do that anymore. This is, to me, this is where we've lost the plot. We, yeah. carry, on, we carry on with all these different sporting events, you know, Mm. Um, you get players you know, that are now telling us how to live our lives rather than focusing on their sport and being the best they can be at that. They want to tell us what gender we should be, wear rainbow flags, take a knee for whatever cause they like and do that. Play the damn game. Right? Chicken all the on your chips. 
chicken salt on your chips. Don't even go that far, Michael, to tell yeah, you I know. that. Yeah, I know. Who doesn't have chicken salt on their chips? What are you? Most normal people. Most normal, most normal people don't have chicken salt on their chips, Joe. You hate to break it, do no. you? Oh, right. You eat some potatoes and what? Uh, this is what comes from this Triple J thing, Yogi. <laughs> this, oh, yeah. This wayward like, hippie my, lifestyle. My, you're my, yeah, maybe. Does that change the view on me? Am I still in the right there, Mike? Or am I going left if I listen to Triple J? How does that work? <laughs> Mate, I've got to tell you, I, I, I'm not concerned about your politics if you listen to Triple J. I am concerned about your sanity. <laughs> uh, that's all. Are you okay, mate? That's not, I'll be. I'll be ringing up. Yeah, and I can yeah, hear I'm the right. music going in the background. I go, Yogi, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm feeling like I'm still a young and I'm in my youth. <clears throat> but do you I, know, I do. Do you know I do now, good. You'll grow out of it. Do you know now, Yogi, that he's on this path of of criticising music? You, you know what the next song's yeah. going to be, don't you? Oh, criticise. <laughs> it'll be some bloody it'll be some bloody thing from some band called the Bouncing Monkeys or something. Oh, yeah, 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 it'll yeah, be a song yeah. about garden garden names and bloody <laughs> weeds and shit like that. You know? Yeah. Who so knows? You, it'll be, it'll be, you must you guarantee a, it'll be something that won't make sense. You must have a really strange radio in your truck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a Western Star thing or not, but yeah. garden names? <laughs> Really? <laughs> I know that I've found myself listening to the radio station over the last few days, mate, and I'm a little bit concerned with some of the stuff that's coming up on the playlist. It's got a little bit random. Mm. Yeah, that's a go. That and a go. Uh, and uh, there that, are some songs. Is that because I've put some some more of Yogi stuff in there? I've that's got no doubt. Good on ya. One of these days you'll let me at that radio station. Let me lose to the <clears> computer. We'll do I'll that. We'll do that. Up in there. I'll tell you Lodge what, mate. You when, we're, when we're travelling around the country together, getting our message right. out there, yep. we'll do that. We'll, right. we'll sit down together and play music designed for only one reason, and that's to piss Michael off. <laughs> No, it'll be. I mean, sorry, it'll, it'll, I mean for Michael be, to enjoy and appreciate. It'll be the PMO, the PMO music show mm, of Garden with Yogi and Craig. PMO, this Michael radio show. That's what it'll be. The PMO radio show. It's even got a bit of a ring about it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, welcome, welcome to PMO. I think I think people would tune in just to hear that. Just to hear that, yeah. <laughs> and of course, we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to record some stings of me going, you know, grumbling, so that you can sort of you can oh. play them after. What are you ringing about now, my boy? And it'd be like, hey, 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 Saturday with red red diamonds, and everyone, no, that's a ten, no, that's a minus two. I don't like. It. <laughs> yeah. We could even have a we could even have a gong. I reckon I could dig one up from somewhere. A gong. <laughs> Oh, like a triangle thing that I can ring and, you know, that's it. We've had enough of that one. Oh, we could just have, record some of your Tourette-style outbursts while you're driving at Volvo drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might, get some of it off the, I might get some of it off the dash cam. 
Yeah, I was going to say, that, that dash cam footage the other day must have been swearing every second word. You're beeping everything out. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Oh, that no, was, it's a reversing camera. It <laughs> was his reversing beeper cutting in <laughs> while he's going forward. <laughs> oh. I can't believe that you put that on your post-trip thing, mate. I, you know. Um, what can I say? I'll let the team down. Oh, it's just hard to be oh. friends with people like that. The truck doesn't go in reverse, mate. But, you know, like the the lives that you've probably put in danger now because of that. Anyway. I know. It's terrible, really, when you think about it. Craig, this is a fan of that, Craig. doesn't like this, Craig. Yeah, but Uh, we're talking about all road users out here, Yagi. So, anyway, it is all about, you know... The PMO shows. <laughs> the PMO show. Oh, I'll tell you oh. what, oh, I reckon there's something in that. Anyway, yeah. We've had um, we've had Nick Dolan try to call, so we might Well, might bring him in. He said he's got feelings, you know. He sent me a text message before, and, 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 I, and I said something, and he said, I've got feelings, you know. Cause I he's got good taste in music, too. Does he? Yeah. But, you know, every Saturday night... Well, Saturday afternoon, I sit around thinking, what, what music am I going to play tonight? And I don't get any requests from you guys. I've got to ask for uh, and then That would have been on today. And then, I make requests and you don't play that. Play it. When was that? Oh, the other week, I, I, I requested a couple of songs and you only played one and I had a song. I'm still talking. Yeah, Mike makes requests that anything I suggest don't play it. That's right. That's why I've got a standard request. <laughs> yeah, but, don't play Yogi's rubbish. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sorry, but I don't listen to you. So. Why am I not? Why am I not amazed? It's, it's nothing personal, really. Yeah. Do you know? I used to. Um, oh, uh, me and a mate of mine used to do some work out west here together, and 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 everything we did when it, if things went pear shaped, you try to do something, and, and our both our responses is always it is what it is, and yeah. and and since we sort of started saying it, then everywhere I went, people say the same thing. It's like you know, if you buy a, a green Camry, you've never seen one before in your life, but you buy one, and then everyone's got a green. They're everywhere and whatever. But so anyway, we we had this bit of a bit of a laugh, and we'd sit around the fire out there while working and going, oh, it just is what it is. And then I was driving home, and, and there was actually a song that I was listening to, and it's going, it is what it is, it ain't what it is. I think, oh, that's interesting. So I listened to it, and that was the name of the song. Right. With Uncle Cracker it is, and the song's called It Is What It Is. Awesome. So I'm going to put it on because I like it, and anyway, if, if you don't like it, well, I'll, I'll apologise. It is what it is. That. Yeah. It is what it is. It is I don't like it, it is what it is. Fair yeah. bump, play. Fair play. Bit of, bit of Uncle Cracker. It is what it is. We'll be yeah. right back, everybody. Jimmy keeps a picture with Jamie in his wallet. But everybody knows that Jimmy's in the closet. Katie's in the corner, got a Prozac gone. She only likes the dance to the Kid Rock song. Shannon names train till a half past two. Always looking like she got something better to do. And I'm sitting here in all my glory. Everybody got a beer, everybody. 
back everybody what do you think of that Mike oh it is what it is mate it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't so that's right yeah that's if you right. don't like it get no, over no it I think that's, getting, that's what we're saying well, there's no point getting bent out of shape over it it is what it is mm. yeah, well, I can't do yeah, anything Mike. about it you've got control of the knobs at the moment mm. yeah Mike 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 don't worry mate it's all good mate it's all good it's no, all don't worry about it don't worry about it it's all good mate it's all good yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about it bro Good, 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 mate. Good. No, no drama, mate. No drama. No drama. <laughs> so I, had a, I had a message here from Mick. It says, sorry, Yogi. I'm with Mike on this one. I'm not sure exactly what you're trying to say, Mick, but if it's about oh, music. music or something. It'll have to be about music. Yeah, but anyway, all I can say about music is <clears throat> you love what you love and you hate what you hate, but, you know, it's your own personal thing, so... Yeah, geez, you end up you end up pretty clear, but oh, you end up with a pretty clear divide on you, don't you? You kind of kind of actually do like what you like, mm. yeah. And then you nearly want to rip your ears off when you hear something terrible. Yeah, some sometimes, yeah. Uh, now, oh. I've got a story for you. 
Right. And this is the story. Yeah. This, this is particularly, it's, it's either very good or it's, very, it's absolutely shocking, depending on your point of view, right? Oh, we, when we looked at this, no, no, it's, it's completely harmless. It's, it's PG, mate. It's PG, I swear. Right, it's PG. You're not on news.com yet, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah no, I am. Oh, I am. Okay. All right. Um, fire away. A 24-year-old find in the supermarket. A so this is a piece of 24-year-old find in the supermarket. This is a piece of stock, in the, in a, like a, a stock item, mm-hmm. a grocery item. Yeah, it's been in a supermarket for twenty four years. So that's just the expiry date. It's probably it's probably it's probably part that's best by date, oh, right? If you listen to it there, Mum, that's like your uh, medicine cabinet. Anyway. Shocking find in the supermarket. Close to a quarter of a century old has stunned the social media, and many people have dared the woman that found it to try it to see what it tastes like. Mm. What is it? Oh, hopefully not fish. Well, no, chocolate. A bar of chocolate. But if it's got some good amount of preservatives in it, it'll be right. A bar of Cadbury chocolate for the Sydney 2000 Games, a story block. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's got... Funny. It's, it's got white. Yeah, it's got Sid the Platypus, Miller the Echidna and Ollie the Kookaburra on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fabulous. And the story on the back... I don't know whether she's put it on eBay or she's going to put it on eBay, but apparently she's been offered like $35 just for the wrapper. <laughs> Not the chocolate. <laughs> Not the chocolate, just for the wrapper. Did Did you ever watch The Simpsons, Michael? No, I've never watched The Simpsons. One of those things I can say oh, quite aptly in my life in a, in, a, in a self-satisfied, smug sort of a way. I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons. We there discussed this two weeks but, ago, Craig. Yeah, I know. We did. Anyway, anyway. We did. I, I knew. But that. I get the pleasure so to I say it again, Claire. I knew that, that because I, I knew what his response would be, so I could say, yeah. you can comment and you've never watched it. But anyway, moving on. Thanks, um, thanks for leading. Yeah. That's great. Mm, yeah, baited, baited lead, eh? Anyway, yeah, no, we all, all, we all know that people that did watch it, there was a beer called Duff Beer. So at one point you could buy a six pack of Duff beer in Australia. Right, eh? Yeah. It was actually proper beer. Um, yeah. They they whoever did it printed it and it was yeah they had fun doing it. But as all things happen in love and war, you know the corporations had to say you can't do that. You can't. Someone got savage you know, about it. Yep. Print Duff beer. So they stopped. Now, my brother had a six-pack of Duff beer. And, right. And then just before this became so such a contentious issue, he sold it like for probably right. three times what he paid for it. But now right. they're worth an absolute fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Duff beer. Yeah, for the cans. Yeah, for yeah. the cans. So, so we've, had, we've actually had a couple of requests here for songs. Coming have through. we? Yeah, they, they do come through. It happens a bit. It's not a bloody music request song show, though, is it? But I will no. ask, like, so people text through requests and they text through a link to Spotify or SoundCloud or something like that. Um, I, I, I would ask that if you do want to request a song, you just text me the the um, the artist and the song um, because a link to something, I, I can't do anything with that. 
with our system so it sits here as a text message and i, I don't know what it is because it just says a, a link so but anyway if you want a song just text me the um the actual name of the song and the artist and we'll see what we can do but as yeah. long as it's not a millie millie vanilli song will be right because i only lip sync stuff at see, every time oh, you say right. that michael that's just mm. I, write, I write that down millie yeah. vanilli michael oh, loves that, that. It, it, won't, it won't matter P- on the radio pmo pmo song that one He's, he's probably got a, he's probably got an NRFA notepad <laughs> and a bloody on the road pen. Mm-hmm. It's right there, boys. Actually, on the road radio pen. Is it? Yeah, but one I of do, the one of the black ones. Yeah, but it's not on an NRFA because I did. I sent a comment the other day. I need a book to write down. So I normally write down notes on our whole show here on bits of paper yeah. and they do get lost and when Colette cleans up my office she throws them out. Excuse me, I do not, I have not cleaned so up your office anyway, for a while. Colette's here if people didn't know. So, so there, there's Colette admitting she doesn't do her job straight. I heard it. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh. Come on, Mike. Oh. Now. You, you two, for the record, are going to get cleaned up and yeah. I'm going to stay well out of that. Thank well you, Yogi. You're still on the no good place. Yeah, always. Make no mistake. Make no mistake, Yogi. So Make when are no you running for, for office, Michael? That was a very... Sorry? Po- that, when are you running for office? Because that was a very political thing you just did. <laughs> That was like throwing someone under the bus while sticking the knife into someone else's well. I'm I'm getting good at it, mate. I'm taking lessons from the Labor Party. It's all good. He's working on current politics. Mm. That's right. There you go. But you never stand out out front and take responsibility yourself. You throw someone else under the bus and you knife someone else while you're at it. That's how you do it. And then get on a plane and go to another country. That's right. (laughs) Oh, we're right into politics now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Spend some taxpayer money while you're at it. It's all good. Spend billions in taxpayer dollars while you're at it. <laughs> so anyway, after my little comment there, obviously someone's listening. So yeah, Muff, yeah, I um, I will play that all song right. there too. All right, Craig, Craig, I get it. I won't do it again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Yogi, you had something to talk about as well. I did, I did, I did. So there's a, there's a really cool truck show going on this weekend. It's a good friend of ours. We caught up with Pete and Alan at the Brisbane Truck Show last year. Uh, and they've got, down at Lardner Park in Victoria, the Heritage Vehicle and Machinery Display. It started today and finishes tomorrow. So massive amount of equipment, standstill motors, steam engines, vintage trucks, vintage cars, cool old trucks. Well, I mean, you've got to be 25 years and cool. So we're all in the cool category, you know. Motorbike, they've got it all down there at Lardner Park. So on tomorrow, mm. get yourselves in the area. Go and have a look. You will not be disappointed from, so the, from the pictures we've, uh, we've seen come out. And, and a little shout-out to Keely. We all know Keely. She helped the casino. She's got a popcorn stand there. So pop and toe, get in, uh, Keely. Pop in and tell him Yogi said hello. Mm. That's a um, agricultural show, Yogi. Is that correct? But there's tractors. And- well, no. So Lardner Park used to be an agricultural show, but this, so they've put, uh, they've amalgamated a few oh, historical truck shows and, and tractor pulls and a few other bits and pieces together, and now they've made their own show there. It's the Heritage Vehicle and Machinery Display at Lardner Park. So the, the facilities are there. So it's really, you know, a great place to go and do stuff. 
Mm. Um, so yeah, they, they made made it a you know made it a, a show there for I two days. Two days. We were at Warrnambool. They actually posted on our Facebook page about that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they should have. Yeah. Oh, there's some really, really Mumford. There's a Mumford uh, ex removalist trailer there. It's spot on. I only seen the back end of the trailer, but I, I don't know what was sitting in front of us, but. Yeah, geez, there's some good gear there. There's a lot of effort has gone into a lot of restorations there. So if you like old things, go and have a bit of a sticky bit. Oh, yes. Mm. I was going to make a joke then, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. Why not, Mike? You've n- it's never stopped no. you before. Oh, well, you know, there are filters. There are layers of filters, you know. Some of them work. <laughs> is it like layers of onions? <laughs> Yeah, Peeling back the onion layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a complicated individual. Complex. I do have layers. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. for the people that want to know, it's at Lardner Park. Yeah. The address for Lardner Park is 155 Burnt Store Road, Lardner, Victoria. Very so good. It's out, the, it's out the buddy, it's out towards Buddy Dean and I'm some time on and all that sort of way, isn't it? It's out that way, isn't it? Right. Look. Yeah, Warrigal Way, knowing near the Dandenong, but in an east direction of Melbourne, correct? Do they have Everything that every year? Everything's in the Dandenong, mate. Hey? Do they have that every year? Uh, yeah, every year, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, next yeah. year when we do Kuroit, we can stay on and do that the weekend after because we did say mm. we wanted to spend more time at Warrnambool, Warrnambool and Kuroit. Well, we did, yeah, we did, and the we weekend prior to that was Turin as well, Turin and Truck Show, so... We could, we, we, we could be on the road all the time. We could be on the road all the really time going to shows. We could be on every week. We, we really need to something. strive for that, I think. You do? Yep. All right. Yep. Yep. Job done. Thank you, We need to get one of those Starlink things on top of a trailer so we can yes. have internet. We can be wherever we like, right? That's it. Yep. And, and just tour around and do education and... and Right, magazine, radio shows. Do I need to add yeah. that to your KPIs in your, in our yep. meeting? Yep. If, that, if, that, if that's a fancy thing for your calendar, put it on the calendar. <laughs> the Speaking of calendars, <laughs> yeah, I've got a calendar that Nick Dolan gave me. Um, I've got to actually, it's still on January. I've got to flip it over. I've got to have a look and find out what the February picture is. Oh, how far behind are you, Mike? No, I'm telling you, oh, I've been away. I've been away since January, mate. That's true. It's three days. It's not acceptable. Uh, is it a 5-0? Is that a 5-0? It looks like a 5-0-9. Well, if it's got a big monitor. We can't see it, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's we're, again. We're just going radio, with what radio, Mike. Yep. <laughs> on the radio? Yeah, I'd say it's 5-0-9. If you want to text us all an image, we can go, oh, yeah, Mike, that's a 5-0-9. Nick can probably tell you if he's coming on. Well, Nick, Nick can switch me out because we're just here to pick up Lucy and we'll be sort of wandering off into the speedway scene and it's starting to rain in Narrington. Oh, oh, I feel like a commentator at the speedway. It'll be high side, low side, <laughs> matches all around. I actually am commentating the containing speedway in a couple of weeks, but anyway, I'm getting, getting it all going here. Mm-hmm. The track will be sticky, the cars will be fast. You'll all get yourself to the... Uh. Say like hi to it. LJ for us. Mm. So Nick's, Nick's just texted. He's probably a little bit not in the best of range right at this moment, but we will. Right, eh? He's out there trucking. He's always trucking. Always trucking. He's fairly committed to the trucking. 
Oh. Yeah. Well, he would be. He was down that way when we left Warrnambool last week, wasn't he? Yeah. He was coming out of Melbourne at the same time. We yeah. we were sort of trying to catch up, but we went through, um, yeah, went through Shepparton. So Collette will probably want to have a spiel here in a minute. But No, it's not the night for oh, it. Oh, she says it's not the night for it. No. Anyway. Yeah, Nick um, just texted me and said it's a 509. It is a 509. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. I, like, I like Nick's photo. Nick had to chase me around Australia to give me this calendar, you know. Mm. He's just sent me one of the, like a bit of a sunset there. It's, um, yeah, he does, he, remarkable photography. He's got, and I think he's got yeah. some new lenses or something too. He, uh, do, he does have some, he did say it's some new lenses. Mm. Um, you can see uh, you can see Nick's work in the latest magazine. He filmed he Mick Galea's um, Peterbilt. Mm. And uh, that's come up really nice. So I do like that. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, so, Nina, it's called Go Hard or Go Home, the truck is. Beautiful. It's a beautiful truck. I love the paint on it. Oh. It's got really nice paint. Yeah. Would you share Stuff us a like text that saying message? I love that saying, isn't it? Like, go hard or go home. Yeah. Isn't that what all we do? Mark like, Galea. I said Nick, it's Mark. Oh. It's like they were saying, eh, hey, like, you know, cut off more than you can chew and chew like mad. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, did, did we do that, guys, with what we're doing now? Yeah. I think yeah. that's what we've done. Yeah. And we're chewing, like, his- chewing like mad. Yeah. Yeah, you're an elephant, mate, one bite at a time. Mm. But in saying that, loving it as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love the dash. I love the dash in this thing, Mark. You, you blokes are just laughing and carrying on. I'm, I'm, admiring, I'm looking at a truck alive magazine admiring and I got distracted. That's my Trying to keep it all together. Trying to keep it all together. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's all right. That's what you should do. Anyway, shout out to Daryl at Tynum too. I got the magazines home, mate. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. How'd you go with that? Good yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 there's, a, there's an original number one in there. Oh, he's there. Oh, no. <laughs> did you get an original oh, number no one way. in your collection? I did. Oh, shut the front door. <laughs> blown, blown away. Fantastic. Absolutely blown away. And I've got a whole heap of other stuff as well. I'm going to actually have to do a story about this magazine collection because there's actually actually stuff in there. Uh, there's yeah. pamphlets from like LNT Louisville's, for God's sake. Oh, <laughs> dealer, oh. dealer pamphlets and stuff. Um, start? Look, what's, what's the pinnacle caravanning magazine? Is it like Caravanning Central? Truck and Line. Truck and Line. Just to, I'd love to see another magazine, mm. and I'm, I'm not being a smartass here, but I, I'd I'd love to see another magazine that's held on for like forty odd years. Yeah. I, think, I think you could probably name it. Don't park in truck parking bays. Oh, Colette. Oh, Colette. <laughs> oh, Colette. It's a Saturday night, Colette. Mm. I think. I think, so. <laughs> I think there's the. You know, don't be a wanker. <laughs> you can't say that on radio. I just did. <laughs> you just did. You just did. I don't think you did. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, like, try, share the road, please, everybody. But anyway, is that a Wednesday night? Yeah, We're here Saturday let's night. We're just trying to have a bit of fun. So we did have a bit of fun mm. this afternoon. Like our, my 
daughter and son-in-law turned up with our very, very happy little grandson, Routon. Rao, as we, we dearly call him. So we, we actually moved a few trucks around our what we call our Evans Head Yard. <laughs> and, um, is it called a council parking area? <laughs> national Park, I think it's national more park. commonly referred right. to. But anyway, so we yeah moved uh, moved one truck here and grabbed another one and hooked up some trailers and went for a drive around the block. He, he loved it and he, he sat there and we put some truck and life magazines in his in his hands and took some photographs of him to um, blatantly use for our self-promotion. So, Why not? Yeah. Good but, job. As we do, but he, he actually looks through the magazine and, and I love watching the kids, whether they're our grandkids or other children, pick up the magazine and have this... Ins- you can see it in their eyes. They love trucks and who wouldn't, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so, yeah something about it. Oh, but there is, and it's a great lifestyle. Like... For people that want to drive, like how could you knock it? Yeah. I think it's a fantastic thing, and you know, if we can promote promote some younger people to get into the job and and have a bit of a go, I think it's a great thing. I'm getting a bit of pressure to put a bloody scanner or a Volvo in as a rig in the month, though. I know that. How much? Yeah, let's do it. You know, you know where there is one. Do it. Mm. Hey, you can do it. Do it. Do it, Michael. Do it. Do, do it. it. You know it. where it is. Oh. Have there been photos of it? Just do it. Yeah, no, no. So, <laughs> so what's everyone's thoughts Don't on... Don't let um, the guilt get in the way of your decision. Mm. What's everyone's thoughts on bringing a, a, a rig of the month from across the Dutch? Well, that's a question too. Because I'll tell you what, from some of our... Well, some of the things I've received from my little correspondent, Robbie, in, in um, NZ Today... There's some flash gear over there. Some, there are some flash bangers over there. They and the really way are. they're doing things, if you, I've seen some drone shots of um, of how they line the trucks up, and you know, like having having like seventy grills all lined up parallel in one line. It, it look, it's it's tough. It looks great. Well, I, yeah. I got a, I got a phone call from there today, and Craig, yeah, from New Zealand. Up. I had to sort of get an interpreter, but it's all good. Because <laughs> um, you were worried about how they talked about your deck. Well, yeah, there was sheep, there was sheep barring in the background. There were truck shows. I don't know what was going on. Stock carters. It's simple. Stock carters. Mm. Anyway, Craig McCauley, who's been writing the column for us called Across the Ditch, and he's there today at the uh, at the hut. <laughs> the hell's going on there? And he, he's uh, he's there today, and he's taking photographs. He's got a couple of really good stories, and yeah. uh, and he's got a story about a Kenworth that goes on a barge, and goes and goes to work on a barge, part of the jobs on a barge. And uh, there's also this other stuff, and he takes a hell of a, hell of a picture. You know, Craig McCauley has the largest collection. Of road train pictures of anyone I've ever heard, seen, or heard about, and he's a Kiwi. Errol. So there's Kiwi and, road trains. No, no, the Australian no, road no, trains. No, no, he, he, he comes over here, goes touring around out in the bush, and takes photos of road trains. He's mad on them. But you see, some of the stuff they do over there is like with their stock crates and tippers and things like that. It's, it's quite innovative. Like they're 
like in a sense, way in front of what we've done. In some ways, they are. I, I was very surprised down at Croyd. I saw that Morris's uh, thing. Uh, it's uh, DAF, and it's it's um, set up exactly the same as a New Zealand uh, stock crate. Mm. I was I, I saw it, and it blew me away because we don't see them set up this way. The twin steer buggy drive uh, with a five axle trailer. We don't mm. see that over here. Yeah, yeah there's probably no real need to do it. I mean, there is some places that call for a, you know, an easier, better turn or a shorter sort of look, but there's no real need for it over but, here, will we? Yeah, we, it's a different sort of environment, though, completely, where, like, I think in New Zealand they can run stock from one side to the other where you need that type of combination, where yeah. here you're either very close to sale yards or an abattoir or something where it's probably all you can either do it you know, very close by, probably more efficient to do it in a single than what it is to do in a B-double or whatever. And then you've got the distances of, you know, your six, 700 Ks or more where the best combination is probably in a triple. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in the West, there, Yogi, that, that type of work's probably even less than what we do over here because there's not as much grass. Yeah, you probably only really see... B doubles over in stock over here, really too. You know, there's a lot of pocket road trains in stock, but uh, you don't see a lot of B doubles in WA. But you might see stock B doubles. Yeah, just keep snapping trials in front of it and make the combinations up and get her done. Longer and longer. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. Latest, the latest issue of Truck and Life's got Craig's um, photo of uh, the Molen, I think it's Molenberg, I think it is Molenberg, uh, set of fridge vans with a a trailer's on, like the five axle trailer, the twin steer buggy drive five axle trailer. Beautiful Scania. Mm. They have, they, um, they've got different rego rules too, haven't they? For they do. They usually yeah. different rego rules. Yeah. So that's probably most of the driving force there to have those sort of twin steer combinations, but they do, it's a bit different maybe in New Zealand. Well, they don't pay. They don't pay the same with Wednesday night subject. Now, they don't pay the same volume of registration fees that we pay, but they yeah. do pay a road user charge, which is a hell of a lot more than what we pay. So, depending yeah. on depending on the weight your cart and how many wheels you've got and what the distances are between the wheels, depends on how much you pay in road user charge. Now, you've got a little thing on the dashboard to uh, to calculate that. I don't want to give our government any ideas because it's just. Road tax by another name, and we had a strike about that in 1979. <laughs> I recall. But anyway, um, let's not go there. What else? What, what else, Shaggy? You go on speedway racing. To yeah, I just what went, just literally picked up Lucy. So in about a minute or two, we'll be at the speedway. Mm. So I'm all done. So I'm around it. Been good talking. It's been good. Where, where, what are we doing this week? Wednesday night's probably not going to happen. Is everybody no, we, travelling? We'll talk about it early, mate. I think the best thing for us this week, um, we'll probably do a Tuesday night show because me and the princess here will be on the road on Wednesday yep. evening in the super yep. bus that we have. Right, I'll be somewhere heading towards the border. So, so I will try, I'm trying to avoid Colin at the moment to tell them where I am because <laughs> don't ask and you don't know. Mm. Don't be like that, Yogi. So we oh, do. Oh, you Yeah. Right, right. If anyone, if anyone sees me, don't tell Colette. I've I'm, I'm left a day or two earlier, right? It's all good. Oh, no, she, um, got, she got pressure on you to do certain things on certain days. 
Yeah, correct. I'm required, so mm. I'm just running at Adelaide. Mm. Mm. Uh, I, might, I might be right tomorrow, Clint. I might be able to load a little bit of the freight tomorrow afternoon, eh? So I might, I might get a bit of a jump on the ride. Right? Just send her, Yogi. Just send her. Oh, the, the plan will be full send. <laughs> right, no. And, and I'll have a tarp on as well. Full send with the tarp. I'll have the mail on. Is what I have next week. Oh. It'll look sharp. I'll, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know a bloke again. Hey? You oversized, Yogi, coming over or not? Nah, negative, negative. Negative? So, yeah, no, no, no dramas, no dramas. Yeah, yeah right. So you're not well, restricted on going you're... to bed at four o'clock? No, right. no, I won't be going to bed at four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the matter in your stupid part of the world because it's only lunchtime? So, yeah, four oversized carters. Let me think about having your daylight savings on four oversized carters. You've got to work half the night. <laughs> oh, so my heart. Before you do go tonight there, Yogi, because we probably will do our show on Tuesday night if, right. if you're available. But there is a, you know, we've we've got a very, very proud of a sponsor of ours, Queensland Rail. We talk about right. bridge yeah. bridge heights and things like that. And I know Mike has a story brewing here about oh, overheight over tunnels. So I'm, I'm firstly yeah. going to say, you know, uh, Queensland Rail, they've been a great supporter of ours. And we always talk about, you know, know your truck and height and blah, blah, blah. So there was an incident in Sydney, which, which Mike, you're, you're looking at fairly... Well, you put a bit of pressure on some people to get some answers. I have, and, and no one's talking. Everyone's ducking and weaving. No one oh, talking. yeah, righto. So that, that is a topic that we'll probably try to bring up on Tuesday night about right. probably some o- overreach in regulation and... Um, and uh, like we may, that. in fact, have the driver who has been subject to the bastardry of the New South Wales Highway Patrol on to have a bit of a chat about his experience. Mm. So we're, we're trying so, to tee that up for Tuesday night because Wednesday night, yeah. as I said, me and, me and Colette will be on the road. So very Colette hard. and I will be on the road. Yeah, yeah. Down thank down you and down. Um, loaded up in Michael. My job on the editor. I'm editing <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> Righto. We'll be in the truck and life love shack. We'll be sending her down the highway. Mm, back, That's right. Going back Full down send. south. Yeah. Truck and life love shack. It doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? And I've just got, I've just got, I've just got the B fifty twos going in my head now. Uh, huh? Oh, now there's a song, Craig. Oh, I'd actually, you know, it'd be funny to paint the van up like in the old. Um, What's the, oh, the Scooby-Doo van? Scooby-Doo van. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo <laughs> van. Or, or the A-Team van. Oh, the A-Team van. Oh, the A-Team van. Yeah. <laughs> the A-Team van. Isn't it funny, like, the shows that you watch from our era, like, I used to love watching the A-Team. When they brought that movie out, that was that was pretty good too. But, but watching Scooby-Doo, you know, that was one of the cartoons as a kid. I love Roadrunner. Just goes to show you, though, that you can be a long-haired bloke Continually high with a dirty great dog, and you can pick up two hot sheilas. Scooby Doo, oh. living the dream, living the dream. Hey, and I'll tell you what, we've even got the perfect dog to put in the back of the van and take him. Oh, oh, looks like Scooby. And then he'll sit there to go. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So when are you off? Um, you off, Yogi? You. Yeah, I can be. Yeah, we're just rolling into the speedway as we speak, so it's about to get loud and fast and full wet here as the rain keeps trickling down here at Narragansett Speedway. It's the night to go fast. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, you can warm yourself. yourself up for it. 
Well, you do that. We're, we're going to go to a song, um, and then we're going to get Nick on the line because he's just calling Sweet. in here. So, but we'll go to a song. I'll tell you what. This is actually a bit of Lee Koenig and stuff that I like because you blacks yeah. didn't send me any music tonight. But yeah, a bit of Cunnamulla Fella. Go. How about that? Oh, no, any song but that. Oh. <laughs> Jeezy's hard to please, isn't it? That's another one. Hear that click of the pen? PMO. <laughs> PMO. The truck's coming through. Thanks. It's probably, you know? Thanks, Mike, for your suggestion. Uh-huh. Jeez, well, Yogi, we'll talk to you uh, through the week. You go and load that truck up and you get headed this way because we've got a conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. conference to be at. Yeah, yeah, I'm left, left on Monday, all right? Just, yeah. just send it, buddy. And yeah, just, just send it. Yeah, and you know, the more pressure that goes on you, Yogi, for where you are and what you're doing, um, doubles for me as well. <laughs> Where's Yogi? What's Yogi doing? When are, we, when are you going to Driving. speak to Yogi? Have you spoken to Yogi today? Well, I've tried yet. Yeah. Yeah. Travel you know, safe, Yogi, Yogi, and we'll see you next week. Right. Yeah, we're going to have a bit of Lee Kernigan. Right, we'll be right back, and thanks, Yogi. Talk to you soon.
we're back, everybody. We've got Nick Dolan. How are you, mate? I'm good, Craig. Colette, Mike, how are you? Right. Nick the Happy Snapper. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm a bloody happy snapper at the moment. I'm, when you open the Truck and Life magazine and see a, see a lovely heater built in there, it's good to see. Mm. I'll tell you yeah. what, mate, some of the stuff you've been sending us is oh, spectacular. And, and uh, you know I say that every week, if you can't be good, be spectacular. But I'll tell you what, Nick, you're good and spectacular. So how about that? <laughs> Well, it's good to hear, mate. Always good to hear good feedback, and I, I really appreciate it too. Because, um, yeah, I do try and, you know, present my photos as mm. as best as I can, and and hope if if someone out there likes them, well, that's that's all the better. Yeah. So one of, one of the things we really try to promote in truck and life is that we do just push the truck and life. Like what's out there, what people are doing, what people see, and the stories that are out there on the road. So you're out there doing it every day. We see it. We we talk quite often, and you send us some pictures, you know, quite frequently about the truck and life. So you're you're in it, and you obviously love it. So what's what's one of the things that you 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 love about where you are at the moment? Oh, just the. Yeah, just being out on the open road and the, I just, yeah, enjoyed, always enjoyed being on the open road and, you know, to um, being a professional operator, doing the things like you guys talk about, you know, be considerate of other road users and try and put yourself in their shoes at times and, yeah, and just... Enjoy the moment, and yeah, when you when you pull up and have a break, and or see something cool, and yeah, and enjoy that. And, um, and and you've actually got the opportunity to take a photograph of that. Yeah, well, so what, I've always got my camera with me, so yeah, I've got a little drone as well. I haven't been using that as much as I should, but um, yeah, I take take the odd drone shot as well. Mm. So one of the things I, I love to see when I do get out on the road is people that are taking pride in, in what they do. And that doesn't just mean that they have a big flash truck. It, it's watching them in places where they load and unload and how, just how they do things. Like you see operators, particularly like in, in the role, what we do, like, like tippers all the time, that, you know, before they roll a tarp, they make sure that there's nothing sitting on a gunnel rail to rub through the tarp. At the the little things that make people take pride in what they do, um, the same as you see an operator that may be polishing a tank, or when you go like we've travelled in caravans and you see uh, car caravan operators washing their vehicles wherever they go, it's just a pride in what you do, and you have the opportunity to take a photo of that. Yeah, that's right, and I'm very much along that side of things as well. Um, I do carry a hose with me in a bucket and have been guilty of um, hooking up to a random tap somewhere and giving, <laughs> giving the wheels a bit of a wash. So, um, yeah, and, and I think it just – and, you know, I don't drive a flash truck. I, you know, as, as Mike said before, it, with, with my truck, the only good thing behind it would, would be a caravan. So, it's, uh... oh. so what are you in here? They're a 610? Is it a 610? Yeah, mate, I, I yeah. I was just joking when I said that. I was just joking. Have you, have you got the 610 there with a big bunk or? 
no, it's just got the standard, um, I think, 32, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, 36 is or 36. Oh, like they, they talk in metric these days, so we've got to be careful on that one. But they do have plenty yeah. of room. They, and I think one of the things that makes them a little more spacious than, say, an older, you know, 404, 408, 409 is that yeah. the, the headroom is where you stand up just behind a gear stick. Well, they, yeah, that's they, right. They, they've you don't got have headroom, to... but they, well, they've got the cab width as well, though. Yeah. So yeah, you uh, got that little bit of extra cab width. So you got yeah. I, I quite I was I quite like the cab overs, the K two hundreds or two twenties. Now very similar because mm. um, they're pretty roomy as well. But yeah, I, I do enjoy just yeah a bonnet of truck, even though it's the axle's not that far out in front, but it's a little bit out. Mm. At least you're not sitting on top of it. So. A little bit smoother yeah. and still the visibility's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really complain. Wow. A couple of times I have been guilty of... I find the driver's side pillar in the in the, uh, in the, in the mirror. Mm. The mirrors are quite wide, yeah, they and there's about a gap through the windows, very narrow, and I have been guilty a couple of times and nearly... Nearly cleaned up a cyclist the other day, and I bloody I yeah. gave him and me a heart attack. It is actually a thing when you look at a truck like a six ten or a century class Freightliner, things like that. Yeah, where the mirrors, um, when you're approaching an intersection, at something coming from the right hand side can actually mm. sit completely behind a mirror, and all of a sudden there's two people that are really really shocked. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what happened. I was approaching a roundabout, and um, he was – I was turning left. He was going straight through, and mm. I just – we're travelling probably about the same speed, so he was in the behind the mirror the whole time. Mm. And and, it's and I didn't see him, and then I went – and I pulled up at the lights next to him, and I ran the window down and apologised, and he was like, all good, mate. So, mm. yeah. And it's one of those things when you understand the truck you drive, like in say, – saying a, a – a cab over a K two hundred or something, the visibility out of um, either the the left hand side or your right hand side uh, driver's door is quite good. Where you get to mm. the six ten, you've got that mirror stuck straight in that spot where approaching an intersection, you can blind someone out. Um, and it's all about understanding the vehicle that you're driving and where your blind spots are, as much as. Everybody else driving around you needs to understand where your blind spots are as well. Um, but it, it does change. And if, you, if you're if you jumping in and out of different trucks all the time, uh, understanding where your blind spots are can be difficult as well. Yeah, that's that's right. I was um, a couple of times I have jumped in a, in a road train. Um, I've been lucky enough to be um, either in a... 650 or a 659 or a uh, 6 or a 6 610 SAR. But um, yeah, and they're quite similar. So it's. Mm. So where are you tonight? I just pulled up here at Torrens Creek, which is Ooh. on the Flinders Highway west of Charterstowns. Mm. So from here I turn immediately left, and that takes me through. A little township called Aramac, which is north of Bark Alden. And then I head south south down through there, down through 
Augustella, Charleville, Kanamala. Uh, good, good, good timing with the song there, mate. Yeah, Kanamala fella, and then uh, yeah, Burke going to Melbourne. Yeah, down through Burke and yeah, Burke, Burke Cobart and Drilldry, uh, that way. Oh. Well, I was thinking I'm, I might. I was thinking about going through uh, to Niloquin, actually. Hmm. So, have you ever travelled? Those routes, not in a truck. No. As a as a tourist. No, I have not. Do you want to? Yeah. Oh yeah, very much so. Because <laughs> there, there's so much to see in there. Like we've, like I've travelled up them roads a bit with, in the caravan. But like now, there's I, I want nothing more than to just go and spend some time out there. But where you're talking about where you travel there now. It's you do this all through the night and you see nothing. And I reckon there's probably parts of that road that you've probably never seen in daylight. Would that be right? Um, yeah, some uh, yeah parts of it. Mm. Um, sometimes, usually, well, when we leave on weekends, we tend to leave early, earlier than our normal departure time. So, yeah, it's good to see, like you say, see the uh, the highway in a different light. So. Um, yeah, it's good. But, yeah, I'd love to do the same thing, get out and about and, um, you know, turn off turn off the highway and go and have a look at some of these gorges and, um, and other attractions, natural attractions that are around this big country of ours. Yeah. But it, yeah, sorry, Colette's going to say something. I just wanted to ask Nick a question. If he's ever been driving along and passes a truck and goes, Man, I wish I had my camera out to take a photo of that. Um, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, it's. I'm pretty lucky. Like, what I tend to do, like that five oh nine, Mike was just talking about. I was, um, yeah, just in a parking bay, and, and he just pulled up, yeah. and I was about to leave, and I took a couple of photos and had a quick chat to the driver, and and yeah, so. I tend to do that, just see guys when I'm pulled up or at roadhouses along the way, you know, like a Blackhall or, yeah, right. or Park Alden and stuff like that. But, yeah, there are a couple of trucks that I have been wanting to take photos of, but, um, yeah, I haven't been, haven't caught up with them yet. Oh, no, I have when they've been filthy dirty. But no. <laughs> just but doesn't when do been... the same justice when they're dirty, does it? <laughs> no, no. things, though, when you... You do do what like a job like you do. You probably you know will look at something that's probably five thousand k's a week, and you travel the country, and you never get to see anything. Yeah, um, yeah, I know all that. You, you know where all the turnoffs are. You know where to go. People have told you you've got to have a look at this, and you drive past it every fortnight, and yeah, you never get to go there. So you know. Do, do you do you want to be a caravaner one day and just go and see all these places that you never got to see? Yeah, I can't wait. Walk up the caravan and do an eighty-five on the highway, and then do a hundred and five <laughs> on the overtaken lane. It'll be awesome. I can't wait. Oh, you sound like a pet. And, and park in a truck parking bay. Oh yeah, park in the middle of a parking bay where you can only fit two trucks. Yeah. Mm. Do you know? Do you know no, what I actually find no, exciting about? Craig, also, yeah, that will not be me. Yeah. What I'd... I'll be trundling along doing 100 or whatever and 
Yeah. Not parking in a truck parking bay. Well, when we travelled, I'd sit on 90 all the time because it was so much better for fuel and I have no issue in saying that and doing it. But I'll tell you what, if you come up behind me, I would call you up the radio and say, I'm just going to speed up, mate, and sit behind me. Tell me what you want to do. If you wanted to do a dollar five, I'd do a dollar five. If you said you had a And then I would say to you, as soon as I get a chance, I'll get you around me. And because I was a driver, truck driver, I I know how to be respectful on the road to to trucks, caravans and everyone else. But what what I do look forward to is that what we're doing now is trying to move into this area of, of education across all types of road users so when you're out there Nick in a caravan and you're sitting there at, at a, a caravan park at Hebel or, or God knows where that we're all sitting around and we can have a conversation about how we all share the road better together no that's right yeah and like on that point you make like one of the I was quite lucky I think um, in the industry, probably like yourself, Mike Yogi, I had good mentors and I was brought through the industry slowly. Yeah. So from a, 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 well, I started driving, you know, heavy rigid locally, semis locally, and then doing what, and then moving into line hall and then, you know, you these days you, you pretty much end up, wind up in a B-double. But um, yeah. but I got along that during that time. I also travelling up the Bruce Highway, predominantly with another driver who was uh, Jumbo's name. He with KNS Fuller Transport. He's a very experienced driver, um, and it's just learning those little one percenters. Mm. Like you know, when someone's behind you at night. Um, and you're in front, you know, the dip your lights so the guy who's overtaking you can see if anything's coming, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and like you say, if, if if someone catches you... They can get past they can, you. They, they can pass you. So if, if someone catches you, don't just pretend they're not there. Call them up and say, hey, mate, I'll get you around at this three-laner up here or... I'll back off and and same on the Hume. Like I just I just back off when someone comes around. They it, they got a half a kilometre faster than me all week. Mm. So instead of the pain of a fifteen minute overtaking job, yeah. <laughs> make let's make it five seconds mm. and move on. Well, we were, we were coming home the other day and there's two trucks sitting side by side and. You know, we're sitting there for a little bit, and then Colt says to me, what are they doing? And I say, well, quite frankly, the bloke on the left's been a dick. Like, yeah. you, you, you can see that there's a truck trying to get round you. you. I know that you're even pegged, and but but he did he did catch him. So, you know, get to hill, let him go. And you see, like, 18 vehicles behind him trying to get past. Mm. Just have a bit of common decency to go. And, and I don't say that just in the in the senses of whether you're an A double, B double, alphabet, caravan, whatever you want to be. If someone's out next to you on the in the right hand lane, 
just back off like two kilometres an hour and they'll get around you and then everyone will be happy and he can pull back in and, and away you go. So mm. it's 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 a no-brainer if you're yeah. educated in, in what you do. But if you don't know, you don't know. But we No, that's true. But, yeah, you, but, and some people get sort of a bit upset if you try and point that out sometimes too. Mm. I tried to point it out to a guy the other week and he hurled abuse at me. So mm. what, do you, mm. what do you do? It's very difficult in that scenario because none of us want to put ourselves out there to be or to end up in a situation where someone's firing back at you when you're just trying to oh, perhaps give a little bit of polite advice. But we also, on that trip, followed two caravanners that obviously were travelling together and we were sitting on 110 on the highway and they rounded us up like we were sitting still. It was pouring rain and the second caravan wanted to pull in behind his mate because he'd overtaken us and pulled in and he nearly took the nose off the front of our vehicle and then they continued to sit, he continued to sit up the rear end of his mate in front of him that if the guy had braked in front of him, he wouldn't have even had time to react to stop, to even brake before he hit him. Mm. Yeah, in the pouring rain, caravan is travelling at about 120. It was ridiculous. Mm. With kids. Kids in the car, yeah. Kids in the car. Yeah, some of the things you see, like Mike was saying a couple of, you know, a month or so around the Christmas period there, like, and I saw it too, like some of the things that people do with their children in the car and it's like... You know, like, it's it's not fair on them. It's not fair on everyone else on the road. And, That's it. And I, I had a car the other day, and like, uh, overtaking me in a 60 zone entering roadworks, like, bollards, you know, the whole show. Oh, we still got your nick or you're gone? Hello. Oh, Nick. Falling off the face of the earth, I think. Mm. Gone. You've been very quiet, Mike. I'm just Hello. sitting here listening to the oh, conversation. Oh, you're back, are you? Hello. <laughs> uh, hello, hello. Oh, he's been. <laughs> he's been Telstra. <laughs> he's been Telstra. Yes. Anyway, we'll just yeah, talk about it. There you go. There's that. That was the little. Bloop. That was bloop, the official. You've been Telstra sound. That's mm. it. <laughs> Anyway, we we'll, might just try to get you. He might ring back if he's. I think he's sitting still, so. Yeah, I know. The fact that was up there is pretty ordinary. Yeah, yeah. But it is, you know, one of those things we, we all try to play together on the road. And um, you just need to be respectful of everyone else. And if there's someone trying to get past you, maybe just back off and let them go. So, yeah. So, anyway, some Mike, what are you doing people. tomorrow? You, you've you got to go unload a. A big rig, or did they? No, I've unloaded it. Mate, unloaded it in Sarvo. Oh, so a, they, they found a pump yeah, and they... We, we had a few challenges. We did get the pump sorted, and and because um, it did look like we were going to have some drama. But you didn't have it all. No, we, well, there was a little bit of drama. And then I, I got me, had to get my fire extinguishers tested because they were expired. Yeah. Um, so the, the bloke that owns the trailers come over and sorted the got to sort it out with some unexpired fire extinguishers. Un- unexp- is that a term? Unexpired. Uh, unexpired. 
So the ones I had on the breach they used by date. Yeah. So, so he bought me bought me some fresh ones with a better use by date on. Mm. And uh, you know, I've got this theory about fire extinguishers, mate. If I need fire extinguishers, it's time to just put the running shoes on. Mm. That's, yeah, that's it. Run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we, we've, Craig. Got, we've got Nick back here now. Mm. Sorry, man. Did you drop out? We dropped out, or no, mate? We got toasted. <laughs> I, I haven't you go. I'm standing. I'm standing there in between the seats of my truck, and anyway, mm. it yeah. happens. It happens. Anyway, Daily, so, yeah. Yeah. so I got unloaded, yeah. and now we're going back to Melbourne tomorrow to load Monday morning. Mm, that sounds nice. A couple to do next week, and and that I'm not going to get to the conference because I'll be unloading on Saturday morning. I think. Oh. Right. You'll be deeply um, missed. I'm sure I will be. I'll be missed like a hole in the head, and that's what I Well, I can just imagine. You've done the MC job there for the last two years. I have. And yeah. now I've got to do it. Yeah. Um, You'll be right, mate. Oh, You'll look, right. I think it'll be a fantastic opportunity for people to come along mm. and videotape it to make an absolute yeah. fool of me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm sure you've been... So you've been practicing, Craig. Oh, I've people making a fool of me or making a fool of Do, himself. Oh, you. Oh. He's been practicing for fifty-three couple, years, couple of, Nick. <laughs> it's a natural ability. A couple of warm-ups <laughs> in the lounge room with Colette there and the dog there, and oh. they'll be. The dog can. Yeah, if he <laughs> if he lifts his back leg up, you you know you might might get someone <laughs> else to do. I'd love, I'd love to be there so I could. I could I could throw paper airplanes at him or something like that. <laughs> what are those spit? That'd, what are those spit things, Mike? Spitballs. That's right. <laughs> get the get the big well, pen and the spitball in the back of the head every time he turns around. That'd be funny well, as hell. As much as I'd love to take Milo with us, we we can't because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll let him know you said that. Yeah. Oh, he's sitting over here somewhere. He's lying on the floor no, next to me. Lying on the floor here, so he knows that. He, he knows it himself, you know. But anyway, yeah. So he's he's a bit precious. So put him in in the in the pet resort. Yeah, put him in the pet resort for a couple of days. He does. Can he go that. to a resort, Craig? Oh, she, yeah. he has his own bedroom with his own lounge and she, air conditioning yeah. and music. Well, and he's everything. got a sun sun lounge and got yeah. a couple of girls feeding him grapes and yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. We went when we went to Croyd. We dropped him off there because he did have a bit longer stay than we would normally put in there. So we took his own bed out yep. and said, you better take that in there because he's, you know, a little bit precious. <laughs> and when we picked him up, they actually said he didn't sleep on the bed and he slept on their lounge. So he's in a lounge, in an air-conditioned room. Do they have TVs? They have music, music in the rooms. Yeah, so yeah. He does stay at another one at Port Macquarie and they actually have a TV in the room. Yeah. Right. Wow. Very precious. Very luxurious. You know, in saying mm. that, like, what what would you do with your kid? So if you had a child, would you drop them somewhere and put them in a cage or leave them somewhere with a collar and a chain on their neck? <laughs> some, some people's kids, I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even get me started, Mike. Have down. you been to the supermarket lately? Let's not go down that path. The feral little creatures no, running around somewhere. I'm, I'm hearing you too, and they're, they're such great little companions. So why wouldn't you look after them like that? He's like our baby. The dogs or your kids? Mm. Both. But anyway, so you know he'll be dropped off out of the, 
the Pet Resort, and we'll be, we'll be heading south. So that's why we can't be on the air next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. 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 I'm still working on a way we can do that, but I haven't figured that one out yet. So, but anyway. I just saw it. Go on, sorry. Go on. I, 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 no, it's okay. I, you host just the show, a, Nick. Where you go, buddy? <laughs> anyway. no, just, a, just a quick rewind. Um, you were talking about when you're driving your convertible, you wear one of those hats, you were saying? Yep. Yes, and I've Googled it. I've actually got the oh, page sitting in front of me as we speak. Well, Hang on, Nick's got well, the answer. Well, I've actually got one of those. Well, I believe I do. I've got one of those hats, and they're called a flat cap or otherwise known... I've heard, well, my mum called them a paddy cap. A yeah. what cap? A caddy? Are they uh, paddy as in like an Irish paddy? Paddy, Irish oh, right, type. paddy, not P, yeah. not C, yep, okay. Is, is, that, is that the type of cap that you're talking about? Well, the, the, the ones that I've got, the pictures that I've got here in front of me, one sort of the Donegal Tweed, herringbone flat cap, so flat cap flat is the cap. right word, Yeah. right? Yeah. But then there's all, they also call them a hooligan hat. Yeah, because a lot of the, a lot of the uh, sort of, I think around the um, around the early thirties and that they were a lot of the sort of gangsters, street street urchins, and they used to wear them. Yeah. Mike, are you talking? Am I thinking of the right hats, the ones that you know Dr. Harry used to wear? You know Harry's practice. Yes. You, is yes. that the one you're yes. thinking? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. I didn't know they had a so special you, name. Well, yeah. So and you, you sort of a lot of guys that drive convertibles, particularly the older guys, yeah, who can now afford, you know, can afford the the, the uh, convertible sports car they couldn't afford afford when they were younger and could have really enjoyed it. Yeah, right. They they get their you know, bright red Mustang convertible or whatever it is now. Get the hooligan flat cap. Yeah, you know, and and drive around because they don't want to get their sunburn. Bald head like Yogi, right? Yeah, and, and that's like the yeah. So, it's because it's no good wearing a your, your country trucker baseball cap would be no good because the sun goes through the the mesh on the back, and you end up mm. with mesh sunburn mark on the back of your head. You'd look like a complete <laughs> thing, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> you would. You a would. A flat person, cap. Did you so, say? I'm sorry. A complete person. Okay, no, you look like a complete idiot of a person. Oh. So now Nick's going to tell me we owe him a cap now. That's what I'm going to hear from Nick next, isn't it? No, no, no. What Nick's going to say is <laughs> next next time next time you're at doing a truck show or something like that, yeah. And a young and a young fella comes up and he wants to buy a truck and life trucking hat. Yeah. Why don't you just say, well, mate, we've got one here especially for you, and yeah. here it is. All right. <laughs> So I'll, there you go. I'll, I'll pay it forward. Don't, oh, well, well done. Go you. That's awesome. So, um, Thanks. And also on the sun thing, it's come, It's I've had melanoma when I was 20, and my wife yeah. has just had her third melanoma removed from her yesterday. Yep. So I implore everyone out there, yeah, go and get your skin checked and... Look out, yeah. I've had just one. get, I've get, had get one the skin and um, you don't, you never know. Mm. I, I was one of those really bad people when I was young, used to use those sunbeds. Oh, yep. yeah. right, eh? 
only it's pretty bad. Yeah, it is bad. Mm. You don't realise when you're young, you just go, I just want no, to have a tan, you know. But. My, yeah, my parents felt very bad when I got mine because I was living up on Groot Island in the Northern Territory and all my mates were Aboriginals. And I used to run around thinking I was a little Aboriginal fella, but I had red hair and fair skin. And I was going to say, geez, red hair and white skin, buddy, you'd burn to a crisp. I got very sunburned at times, and yeah. And when I got the when the melanoma popped up, it was yeah they. But there was no, um, you know, the, the the knowledge of it back then was 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 very small. So it was only the life. The life for unit thing was about the first thing that came, and that was sort of in the early nineties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, with the old Norm. Norm. Yeah, was it was Norm. Norm. Yes, Norm. Yeah, life, that was life, Norm. Life be in it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So Nick, there was I, that. I sent you some pictures here of our dog that has a hard life. Did you get those? Oh, uh, possibly. I'd have to. I was. I I'd have to look. Yeah, two of the dog and one of my alcoholic wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the pot a... calling the kettle black. If ever I've heard it. <laughs> I've had some. I've had some interesting photos turn up. Um, we're doing a bit on a, a recreational vehicle that's been created, and I don't going to go into any more detail than that because it'll give the story away. It's going to be in the next magazine. Hmm. But the bloke that's owned it and built this thing. Is, is out with his wife and they camp around, they go all over the place. He sent me some photos which have included his beautiful wife in them, right, um, which I probably really shouldn't publish. <laughs> um, you probably should stop talking about it by the sounds of it. Because <laughs> we all know where you go with this, Michael. <laughs> no, there's nothing, you can't, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Sure it's just about- like, I am absolutely positive. There's, there's nothing you shouldn't see. Mm. Like she's, you know, she's she's completely, um, she's covered. Yep, barely. You're already talking. Barely. About her, <laughs> you're already talking. And I've been told that we shouldn't put those pictures in the uh, in trunk of my bag. So, mm. so. yeah. Oh. So Nick, found you... the wife don't like it. Yeah. So Nick, I just had a quick from... look at the photos. Yeah, you the old red dog there. He's stretched oh, out. He's he's yeah. got a tough life. So, so Nick, you often come out of Cairns, Mariba, up that way. Uh, the last couple of weeks, yeah, I've been going up the Gregory Development Road from from Townsville so up to Mariba. You head, but south. I haven't. But I, I didn't this week. Yeah, so yeah. you head south, and you'd normally go to Hewenden or somewhere like that. Uh, no, because no? I think, I think. Part of that road is dirt, I believe. Oh, so if you come out of, say, you, where do you load Nana's up there? Well, generally Tully, but when I have done Mariba and come back that way, oh. um, we, yeah, I go back through Charter's House. Oh, right, eh? Yeah, so at the Lynn there, the, the, the big, yep. um, yep, yep. So I know big, which way big intersection go. there. Yep. So I don't, I don't turn right heading south. I yep. keep left. So you do go past the turn off, which would go to Undara, Mount Surprise, back, th- yeah, like yep. Georgetown, blah blah blah. Across oh, Georgetown, to Normanton. Yeah. So you, yep. you, you would never go that way, obviously, but no. you keep heading south. Go, 
Yeah, back through Greenvale, Roadhouse at Greenvale, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's another one, yeah, further south that I've um, stopped at a couple of times, the Blue Water Springs Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're about an hour north of uh, Charter Towers. Yeah. There's some lo- lovely people there, highly recommend it. Mm. So then you go to Charter Towers and obviously down the... Oh, well, actually, if you're going to Melbourne, you... Which, which way do you go? I'm actually looking well, at the map here thinking... Yeah, well, I go like where I am now. Along, I turn... I don't head down to Claremont. I go west on the Flinders to Torrance Creek yeah. and then turn, turn left. And head down, down to Aramac Bar. Down to Aramac. Yep. Right. Or Gathella, Charleville, and that way. Yes. Yeah, right. Eh? You want to know, know what the funny thing about that is what you're talking about? All these particular towns... Um, that we all hit, we all know the names, we all hear about them, but no one's got any idea where they are. Mm. It's in, it's interesting like it, that, isn't it? I mean, we've all heard of Augustella, we've all heard of Buddy Charters Towers and Aramac and all that sort of stuff, but it's really hard to put it geographically where it is, you know? Mm. Yeah, like you know, like you come out of Townsville, you drive out to Charters. What's it, an hour and a half, two hours drive out to there somewhere in it? Somewhere about that, Nick? Yeah, hour and a half, yep. Mm. And, then you, and then you turn south. So I've only ever turned south to Charters Towers and gone down through, like, through Injun and all that down to Roma, you know? Yes, yeah. That's uh, funny. And, uh, so I actually didn't, didn't know that that road from, like, uh, yeah, like the last, well, where you turn off there, I think it, what I'm looking at a map here called Con, Conjboy. And yeah. then you head sort of east again to go back to the Greenvale Roadhouse. So you're saying through Lindhurst pork, pork pine is dirt, is it? Um, well, I believe so. From there across to Hewenden, there is a section of dirt. Because mm. um, I had a mate a couple of weeks ago, drives for another company, he went that way. And um, he said, "Yeah, his truck was very, <laughs> very dirty from the mm. from about ten k's of dirty reckon." Mm. I yeah, said, right. "Okay, I won't go that way then." <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you sook? Do you, do you have to wash the truck yourself? <laughs> no, but I'm one of the ones that I'd do it anyway. But uh, like, like I said before, I um, nine times out of ten, if I'm in Melbourne, I'll find a tap and. Give it a just a tidy up, you know. Mm. So, so going on that, um, Nick. Like we travelled up that way and come back across through Mount Garnet, blah blah blah, in at Hot Springs. So, yeah, we did that. But anyway, we got to Andara, which is we got the lava tubes. You would have heard about that, because yeah, the Andara yeah, so, lava tubes. Yeah. So, going from there across. Through Georgetown, Croydon. Now, Croydon's got this lovely little pub. We stayed at the back of the kids had a ball there. Um, they have a rail motor thing, still an old rail motor that, that you can travel on, have a bit of a tour. Yep. Went from there across to Normanton, which um, I call it love Normanton. Yeah, I'd love but, to go to Normanton. Oh, they have, no. you know, they've got the big croc there in the main street. And if you stand on that thing, it's a, like it's actually a life sized replica of what they caught or shot there it, it's massive like you, mm. you just can't believe it but 
from there, we went out to Corumba. Oh, Corumba. Now, that, that is one place, I've got to say, if anybody, like anybody listening, put it on your list to yeah, go to. you have to. Go to the Sunset Hotel and watch the sun go down. I like Corumba. It's the best thing I've ever seen. So we actually have friends here in Evans Head who uh, he skippers a boat that goes out of Corumba, catch some prawns. Every year? Every year. And, um, yeah, but we went there. It's a fantastic place to go to. It's just it's in the Gulf there. Mike, have you ever been there? Corumba, no. Oh. No, I've not done Corumba. We have to do Corumba. It's amazing. So it's just one of those yeah, places you, you have to go to. But not only that, travelling across there, like we, we stopped at Undar and had the, the Georgetown sausages there and, you know, had to do do this but it, it's there's so much to see and I, I don't know how to how to promote things any better than like get out there and have a look but, mm. but as drivers like Nick we we travel this country all the time and we don't stop and really get to see what we do what where we are what what's happening the, the landscape yeah well I Try and try and catch capture some of that with my photos um, mm. when possible. Yeah, and I, I specifically plan my breaks when I'm out west here um, to do that. Mm. So, so yeah, you end up through St George and that, or which? Where do you go? Uh, if we go, if we go down through Claremont and in June, we'll go out that way because mm. we go through Roma and then through Surratt down through St George, Mungandai, and yep. come out of Mor- yep. come out of Moree. And then head south to thing. But if you're going a bit further yeah. west But if we if if we come this way, um yeah, obviously not. So yeah, we stay on the A two. Mm. And Tambo, um Augustella, Charleville. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well it's on the A two then it veers off and then it's the uh Crikey. It's escaping yeah. now, the so, name so of the highway. So you go to that, that way. Down yeah, through so through Bergen, 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 Ningen, Ningen. Or do you uh, go to Hillston? No, Hillston. Hillston yeah. so, so you're driving in some of what I would call some of the best scenery in Australia? Oh, yeah. Other than other than that um, northeast... Uh, Northeast Coast um, Highway there on uh, over in in Yogi Land. Yogi Land. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, it's I, pretty spectacular out there. Yeah. I've driven a truck up the east coast from Perth up to up to uh, or Robert Plains and then and then up to Darwin. Um, oh, and I just I was in the element. <laughs> oh. I did it. I did it too quick, but. I marked I marked quite a few spots on the uh, to to go back and visit. That's for sure. Mm. But some of these places are amazing, and I, you know, we we travelled out there. And at times, you like to the kids, wake up and have a look because they were sleeping. Because we we did have some big days, but mm. the the landscape that obviously turns me on is different to what turns the kids on because they're happy to watch a video and go to bed. But yeah. Where the ball? Yeah, like out of Columella, where it's um, you know obviously it's been cleared and that sort of thing, and just 
big skies and heaps of emus and yeah, it's, and when you tend to get a lot of storms down around the Cunnamulla area mm. um, in the afternoon, and I've got some really nice photos there of just the storms and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Anyway, we might move mm. on a bit here. Go to. A, I think we. I think we should. Maybe we can a, move on a little bit. I, yeah. What are you getting tired, Mike? You going to sleep in the cave? No, no, no. I've just had. I've just had uh, a thing come up on the news feed that that shocks me. An Indian actress has died from cervical cancer at thirty-two years old. Mm. Yeah, right. Sure, that happened up to do vaccines or something. Is that where we're going with this? No, 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 no. I'm not that. I'm not that cold, mate. I'm really not. Priyanka Chopra. Um. Been in a lot of been in a lot of stuff. She she uh, left Bollywood and went to America and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, she was a model. Um, she had a little bit of controversy. She uploaded some nudes and that went a little bit crazy. Mm. But thirty two years old and she's died from cervical cancer. For God's sake! Terrible. Terrible. Mm, it's a shame. That's just it's unbelievable. Mm. I find that I just find that unbelievable. In this day and age, that someone could be, you know, at that age and, and have, like, cervical cancer is one of these terribly bad, but it's eminently treatable. You know, it's like it's it's like colon cancer. If you get it early enough, it's all good. You know, but you have to be checked. And I suppose at thirty-two, she probably wouldn't be thinking about it. But mm, dear lord, it's probably not something you're not aware of. But, mm. you know? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, sorry, mate. I just that just popped up in my feed. I, I mean, I because I'm all the time while we're talking here. I'm sitting at home in the cage rather than driving the truck talking. And mm. this stuff yeah. is sort of, you know, just going going on. And yeah, sorry about that. It's all good. Anyway, yeah, bit of a buzzkill, but there you go. Yeah, thanks for killing that, man. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go to a song, bit of Adam Brand, bit of a classic here that I love because it's. <coughs> Resembles some of my past, but anyway, I'm gonna play. <laughs> That's a bit scary. I did what? Oh, mm. Adam Brandt. We'll be right back. I woke up this morning, smelling like lemons, salt on the back of my hands. Mouth was so dry, I couldn't even spit. My eyes felt like they were full of sand. I called Troy Jenkins to see if he survived My head pounding like a stone He started reeling off things I did last night And I cried out over the phone I did what? I smooched too Oh, tell me the boss wasn't there And I caused quite a scene When I stripped off my jeans and did a slide in the I did what? I mooned who? All this time I guess I crossed the line Every hell to pay But what can I say? I must have had a real good time said to say, just come back any old time. Then he went down the list of things I'd done. 
As I said, yeah. I have danced and probably slid across the floor. I won't say naked, but I would have always had my underpants on. <laughs> you'd have done, you'd have done the, uh, you'd done the uh, Tom Cruise thing. Yes, a little Tom bit Cruise. like that. So yeah, in the white shirt, white socks, white bloody boxes. Never, Swoosh. never, ever. I don't think they were boxes, Mike. Never had a white singlet, so I'm not sure. Was he with a budgie smugglers? Were they, Colette? Oh, they were. Oh, yes, they were. I think they were mm. normal, <laughs> normal old style men's underpants. Anyway, the Y fronts. Yeah. All I can say, it wasn't a bad song. Sight, did you say, or song? Song. Did I say sight? I don't know. Yeah, everyone's dying. <laughs> That's not good. Buddy. Oh, Johnny Irwin's died now. Oh, Michael, stop looking at news.com. It's just not a not a happy thing. It's a, uh, Johnny Irwin. Yeah. People are going to go, I don't know. We don't know who you're talking about. He's a British television presenter. He does the, the, does the, um, the houses, shows, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, had, he's had a term, battle with terminal cancer, 50 years old, gone. Yeah. No, Just like that, no, no one gets out alive. Yeah, Darren, we should bring someone in on the on the line here that might not be expecting it. Oh, oh this could be risky. Are, who, are you, who are you thinking? Oh, well, if I told you, is it Ian? If I told you, it wouldn't be funny. It couldn't. No one, right? Eh? And it, well, he's not even on the line, so it doesn't matter. So, All right. Well, there you go. We can't do that one tonight, can we? I'm going to backtrack a little. Oh, Am I allowed back to backtrack? Back. No, you circle back. back. We circle oh, back we on circle back. Scope. My apologies. Back. I use the incorrect terminology mm. for the show. Yeah, no, you've got to get it right. You've right. got to get it right. I'm going to circle back to circle the, back. Yeah. the hat thing that you were talking about, oh, the Mike. Hat the, the hat the, thing. The yeah. Harry yeah. practice hat. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. on Facebook Marketplace today and this 1995 Aston Martin popped up for sale. Mm-hmm. And I must say for an old car, it looks very schmick. Bargain, yeah. How much do you think it would be listed for sale for? 1995 Aston Martin, 132,000 Ks, manual transmission. Oh, it'd be like 78,500. It'd be be 100. 
Oh, oh well, no, it's not as oops. it was listed at sixty four nine hundred, and they've reduced it to fifty nine nine. But oh, for an old car, I must say the interior mm. looks pretty, pretty schmick. Mm. I could just. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at some of these cars that you see, you do see listed, like old Rolls Royces and things like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, you you you'd think that a, a Rolls Royce or a Bentley or something like that. We just think of them as an expensive car, something that you could never afford, you know? Yeah. But, you know, you're seeing Rolls Royces now that are listed for like 30000 bucks, mm. and they haven't done a lot. I actually you know? saw one of those the other day too, Mike, on Marketplace, yeah. a Rolls Royce. I'd not seen inside a, them previously. Well, there was a cream one. and I mean, they're, they're, a, hand, they're a handmade car. They've got the walnut dashboard and the cream leather, beautiful car. But some of these things... Uh, you know, in very, very good shape, and they've been sitting in someone's garage for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure that they'd be the cheapest thing to repair if you had a mechanical issue with it. Yeah. Probably, but I mean, um, eh? Not at all. But, I mean, uh, you know, if you, if you had someone who was a little bit of an engineer, you could soon rip out the Rolls-Royce motor and drop an LS1 into it, no problem. Yeah. Plenty of room under the bonnet. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, well, know. I don't know. Is that what you want to do? Is that where you are? I don't know. What? it going to be nice to have an old roller just to cruise around in. Like a, um, like a what? Like an SS Commodore or a or a what? Or oh, a walk and shore. A walk and shore, Mike. Oh, she loves the walk and shores. We we went to the Move Museum the other day just for a quick look around. So we we snuck in and said we just want to look around. So we got in for free. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we strolling and we come across this walk and shore. It's as you walk in the door. It's one of the first cars you see. You know, you know those moments in your life where you feel totally inadequate. (laughs) But I don't as, have those a, very often, but yeah, man, go on. As a man with your wife, like, and she's just looking at this car, and I'm like, there are pills for that, you know, Craig. <laughs> it's, that, that actually is not a problem. It's just her attraction to me felt wrong because she was so attracted to this yeah. Commodore. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so that that's what happens sometimes in your life. Anyway, was, it a, was, it a, was it a VL Walkinshaw or something, was it? You've just... <sighs> it was, it was amazing. Blue. I remember because Amanda loves Walkinshaws as well. Yes, it was that lovely blue colour. And I Snapchatted mm, sure. Amanda and said, oh, my God, Amanda, look what I found. Mm. She said, we so, need, we so need this for trucking life. I'm like, yeah, baby. A VL Commodore. <laughs> it's just like the standard thing. They were, they were a crap car when they were built. Really? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, they were no, terrible. No, Mike, you've got the wrong vehicle. No, I don't. <laughs> but your old Walkinshaw Commodore, yeah, it's just... I mean, I never had a Walkinshaw. The VK. I had a... The VK. The v- Another crap car. I had a VK Calais. It was the biggest heap of crap I ever owned. Oh, really? V- that, Calais that, were yeah. lovely cars. Mm. Yeah, well, this one was a boat anchor. <laughs> yeah, but you can get a you can get a lemon in any car. Particularly in a Range Rover. No, yeah. I, I don't believe so, Craig. Probably I cannot believe like a Range Rover Sport. Oh yeah, she loves them. I You're... cannot believe the amount of money that people pay on cars that we wrecked in paddocks. 
Like, you know, like, I, mean, I, don't under, I don't understand it. Everyone, they, they all go up and they go, oh, they're fantastic and all that. No, they were crap. <laughs> they were crap when they were built. They were crap to drive, mm-hmm. you know. They were, and now everyone reckons they're so cool, it's ridiculous. I don't know. It's amazing, isn't it? But we... My ex-brother-in-law has quite the collection of um, Commodores. He, he actually, I don't know whether he still has it, but he used to have a Brock Commodore. Right, eh? Um, and I know after Peter Brock died, he was uh, offered quite a bit of substantial amount of money for it, but he turned it down. He, I don't know whether he still got it. I couldn't tell you, to be quite right. honest. But, yeah, he had, had some pretty schmick vehicles. Yeah, they're, they're, like I've, had, I've owned some of these cars back in the day. Yeah. And, look, well, don't get me wrong, I wish I owned them now because they'd be worth a fortune. But whether you would, you only realise the fortune if you sell them. That's right. You know, so they're only worth them. And to me, if I owned one, I'd drive it. Because to me, there's no point owning a car if you don't drive it. So, you know, if I had a, uh, I don't know, a Goss hardtop, a Ford, a Ford hardtop sitting in the garage, I'd drive the bloody thing. Mm. I mean, you could buy them back in the day for six grand. There's another, I'd love a Sandman too, the Sandman Panthers. Yeah, I owned one of those. Oh, you would, but, wouldn't you? I did own a Sandman van. Bloody eight. Yep. She's rocking, don't bother knocking. <laughs> you know? I can just imagine. I can just imagine. I went around to pick now, up. Now, back then, what you 70, now? 75000 to buy a Sandman now, and that yep. was one that, that's, a, that's one that needs work. Yep. It's like you the Volkswagens, the um, combis, you know? No, oh. oh, they're terrible. We've got someone trying to call trolley. me. It's, it's Marcus, so we'll, we'll get him in. You know what Evening. Hey, Marcus, how you going? Mate, I'm having fun. Um, uh, playing on the computer. Are you on the road? Oh, oh well, you're not on the road then if you're playing. Oh, hell no. No, I, I can't work that much more now, you know. I'm, I'm trying to work at, to do a, um, uh, a semi-retirement job, but um, it's not working for me, actually. Yeah. And well, the yeah, semi-retirement's well, not working or the job's not working or what's going on? No. Mate, when, when you work for Australia Post, um, you actually learn how to work in a retirement village. <laughs> you can't say that, you know. Be careful what you say about Australia Post, mate. Be careful because they've been dictated bastards, <laughs> they are. Mm. No, they're, they're a great employer. Do you work for the All Marcus? Right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a truck driver. Could you Australia maybe Post. figure out where a lot of our Trucking Life magazines go that don't get delivered? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, let me, let me uh, circle around and I will, um, I'll come back to the team on that one. That sounds like oh, a political Jesus, answer. Yeah, let me circle wow. back to that. I'll, I'll, I'll circle back. back. We'll look, look, we'll look <laughs> forward we're, we're to looking at your, your um, yeah. banner that goes out the front of a school where yes. someone's voting for you. <laughs> When you're circling back, yeah. oh, oh, we, we are, are. we moving forward? Forward with three yeah. steps forward, eight steps back, and then seven oh, yeah. sideways and four. You can move. You can like move that. forward and circle back, and all sorts of things. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you when you work for a government organisation, you do learn these um, type of terminologies, and I'm still getting used to it. Mm. Oh yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, Marcus. So, what have you called us about tonight? Um, I think one of you guys called me Ginger's or 
Yeah, that was Craig. That was Craig. Oh, that was Craig. I didn't didn't call you. You were texting in. You had a whole lot to say. I always had heaps to say. No, I'm I'm actually just working on our... um, of work for the conference, which I'm pretty excited about. So, um, so you're travelling down there on Thursday night or Friday morning? Uh, Friday morning, I'm ju- jumping on a jet plane and, and coming to visit you, lovely people. Mm. Well, so you got to fly yeah. to Melbourne, or did you got to chuck you out as they fly over Shepparton? <laughs> Actually, that's a great idea. Throw me out as it, as it going over Shepparton. No, I'm going to go straight into Melbourne, and I'll set up then. Mm. Yeah. Nah, anyway, but sounds like they probably won't let they get they get a little bit they get a little bit upset if you try to open the doors while they're blocked. They don't like that much apparently. So do the other passengers <laughs> when they get sucked out the doors. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. What was that? Absolutely. What was that plane the other day that had the door come off it that a few weeks back? Oh, I don't know. What was yeah, it? there was one of those. Uh, it was a Boeing plane. That's I can't it. remember. Oh, really? What? I think it was one of those. Mid-flight. They were lucky there was no one in those seats right near the door. Mm. Yeah, they, they, the door the door flew off and they found, apparently they found loose door hardware was the reason for it. Oh. But they did find a mobile phone that was sucked out that was still yeah. worked when mm. it was found. The well, old, it not your 310 or something, was it? The old <laughs> loose door hardware, eh? It'd be a fruit phone, Mike. Nokia wouldn't survive yeah. a fall like that. Yeah, no, you're no right. the old Nokia 3310 wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so they, Mark uh, someone, some. Oh, 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 I was going to go with the joke then, but now you're both. No, it up. no, do it, Michael. Do it. No, no, no I'm not. The doing moment's it now. passed, Craig, because you spoke over the top of him. Are we PMO? PMO? Yeah. PMO. It wasn't very fine. So, Marcus, you're heading down to Shepparton soon. Yes. Certainly. Yeah. So. I'm looking at your text messages here, and you're telling me you're still working on this um, PowerPoint presentation. Right, it's it's going to be a good one. I've got some great photos of uh, of our uh, all of our board members and a um, couple of trucks here and there, and um, we've actually had a really good year. I'm I'm excited for our conference and um, and uh, displaying what what the board's done and and all our great people in the industry. Well, I'm yeah. excited. You're excited. <laughs> no, I'm always excited. Wow. Anyway, I know that. You know, I, I, I've seen your level of excitement and motivation, Mark. This is one of those things that's a joy to behold. Mm. Have you seen his oh. colourful shirts? I absolutely oh, I do like the. Colourful. Do you want? Do you want me to display my colourful shirts this year again, mate? The, the, oh, what do they try? They trademark shirts. Yes, so they they trademark is the organisation, um, which uh, does support mental health uh, for all our, our fellow truck drivers. They and do, the and point. they... Uh, young Sam, the, Sam Hughes, the tractor kid, he, he wears oh. the trademark shirts as well. He's in the more oh, absolutely. What, a, what a terrific job he's doing, eh? Oh, absolutely. Mm. So, well, that's all good, probably. eh? So... Thanks for taking the call, Marcus. So, um, yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. So you keep working oh. on that. And, oh, uh, I certainly am having a ball. Yeah, and we're getting... But, um, we'll see you well, in Shepparton see... on Friday. So we won't see our, uh, our lovely Mike there, eh? Well, yeah, we're that's I don't, sad. I don't, think I'll, I don't think I'll be there for the, the day. We'll see if, I'm, if I can get sorted out. Maybe I can get down there for the dinner. 
He might you know, might have to get down there and spark that buddy auction up. That'll be a bit of fun. But um, there we go. See how we do. But it's uh, unfortunately life. You know what it's like when you're trucking, Marcus. It sort of gets in the way of the things that you want to do occasionally. And, and I'm afraid it's just this year's where it is at the moment, Michael. Hey, this year's got it for you a bit there, eh? Yeah, no, it's it's none of it. I had to ring Glenn Stirl up the other day and tell him I couldn't do the tra- the uh, charity thing with him that we've been trying to do for the last couple of years. Got interrupted by COVID and mm. everything else. We planned to do it. Um, unfortunately, I just don't have the uh, have the leave time available to me to do it. And I was told politely that you know um, I probably wouldn't be able to get that time. So you know, there you are. That's what happens. Does it does. It does happen. Eh? It does sometimes. So, but anyway, we're, we're going to go. No, drama's and yeah, well, good talking to you guys, and I'll we'll chat with you as, uh, next weekend. Yeah, well, no we'll worries. see you on Take um, care, Marcus. Friday, Marcus. See you, mate. So, Bye-bye. Anyway, see ya. Thanks, mate. So anyway, we might go to a song here, Mike. We've got about fifteen minutes to go. Yeah, I'm going to play another Lee Kernigan song. Because this one's a bit of country tonight, eh? But it's um, something in the water. Do you know this I told one? You what, Luke, well, what, what, you know what I'm a little bit annoyed about now? I don't care, but what, anyway, tell me. BMO. <laughs> I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted two Roadhammer songs, and you told me that you couldn't play two Roadhammer songs on the <laughs> one show. Right? One set of rules for you, one set of rules for me. Okay, I get it. And mm. then you don't even you don't even play the best Lee Kernigan song. You're not playing the trucks game true. If you're playing mm. that, right, mm. no problem. And, but anyway. You know, I love it because the best thing is in this, I can really say from the bottom of my heart, Michael, I really don't care. Why am I not a man? Hey, Mike, I'm close enough to hit him. Do you want me to hit him for you? Please, give him she one at the back she of the year. She's had that much honey whiskey. She's <laughs> not Anyway. Uh, send me some more playlists, Michael, and I will play them. But anyway, we're going with, um, yeah, something in the water. Lee Gernigan. See him ride when they turn them off. 
Something in the water. What do you think about that song? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a Lee Kernigan song. It's a great song. I love Lee Kernigan songs. Well, it's one of those ones. If you don't like it, there's really something wrong with you. Well, that's what you say. But I mean, <laughs> I suggest that you know. You, you, all I've had to say is that we've had two, two, two Lee Kernigans. If I don't get a couple of Road Hammer songs next week, but you're sacked. That'd be pretty. Hey, I reckon that's a big call. <laughs> not, not sacking me, eh? No, don't sack me. Look, I <laughs> really we can't sack you, yeah. mate. We'd have to sell you. The have got to be so, sold. I'll tell you what. The best thing you can do, Michael, is is just send an email to Craig at <laughs> <laughs> au and I'll play yeah. your freaking song, you whinging bastard. But. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, so, dear. PMO, so just, tell, just quickly, tell me what you quickly. want to play and I'll play it for you. you know? I've told you already. Um, yeah, but that's quickly. at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. Tell me like Friday night. Oh, right, eh? All right, then. Anyway. All right. Okay. There was I thinking I might have special privileges. Um, no. No, no. I put a Facebook. I, was, I, I just I put a Facebook post up the other day, and I was playing. You know how you were trying to talk me talk to me about how you can schedule posts on Facebook, right? Yeah. And I've been trying to get a little bit aware about how that happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know how we put the cops and robbers story up on Facebook, yep. right? Sonia helped us out, and she did that layout, and we, we we sort of put that in there, and I posted it up, and 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 a bit of a. You know, you you know, you're still looking for truck and life at the news agent, etc. Mm. And I thought, well, why don't we? Why don't have a bit of a play with uh, one of the rig of the month posters out of this first issue? Then we so did. I thought, let I, I did. So I, so I got the photo of David Emerson's six fifty nine, the one that our mate Brownie from TBI sponsored. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I sort of did the whole thing and, and um, put it there in the view to go on back to it later. And to my surprise, it's come up on the... I just got a notification there a little while ago that it's come up on Facebook that it's been posted. I didn't realise I'd actually scheduled the thing to be posted. I thought well, you I'd, did, and you know what you did? What's I do? You scheduled it, like, right... like. On the split second <laughs> that I'd scheduled a post to put on about us on the radio tonight. Cool. And, yeah. I know. So everyone got this like double whammy of like on the road media slash radio slash truck and life. Yeah. Oh, I've got a quick one that. too. A quick left, right, a quick combo. So all I can say about that is if you haven't subscribed to the magazine, you probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we do it well, eh? Like, mm. who, who would have thought we did this this um, uh, birthday show last weekend? Like, we're all in Warrnambool, Coroit yeah. slash Warrnambool. We were. So we sat it's in the hotel room and yeah. I've had a few few comments made to me, like, about my feet being in a picture, oh. reading the, the magazine. and, and the, But the comments weren't so much about my feet, but why was Mike in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> look well, everyone at, communes in our room. I'm looking at Colin, She's not quite That's right. what sure to say. But you we should have well, seen the stack of dead Marines in that room. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to carry them to the bin the yeah. next day. So anyway, we had a ball that night, eh? We had, like, the straight A, our birthday of on the road, media slash radio slash mm. truck and life. Like, whatever we've done here, I can say it, it's been such an adventure in the last 12 months and I don't think any of us could have expected that what happened has happened. And no. we, you know, we sit here on a, on a Saturday night and, I'm watching you. I watch the people that are listening. I can see it. And not only in Australia, there's people watching us in other listening. countries. Listening. They're not watching. They're listening, oh, Craig. Well, maybe we should put this out on. <laughs> I think, uh, have you seen what they do at What the Truck? Have you seen what they do yeah. there? They do actually do it on YouTube. Mm. Really? So we've got to do this yeah. only only fans or something. That's not the platform. I'm, a, I'm sort of convinced now you were talking about how am I going to make a little bit extra money and you were talking about a foot fetish page. Mm. And so the only fans foot page is not going to be a happening thing, I don't think, from the sound of that. Uh, anyway, each to each, their own. I was just about to say each to their own. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> we have we have started this thing. And I, I can't believe it is where it is. I'm sitting here at a desk in an office where we, you know, thankfully our son left home so we didn't have to kick him out. <laughs> so, so I could um, take his room over. So we're sitting in a studio in our home at Indian Evans Head and I I actually still can't believe my, my, my beautiful wife is sitting across the desk from me right now totally in, involved in what we do not only in this but like truck and life the nrfa the what we do to promote things in the industry and how to get people involved the road safety and yeah but but whatever she's sitting here tonight looking at me 
in a, in a microphone. But anyway, like it's it's very touching and adventure. What the hell she's done? Mm. Well, for someone what who was going to be a silent partner, I think all of us women were going to be a silent partners, and mm. I sort of butt in. Don't know. Well, <laughs> I no, just make no, myself no. welcome. <laughs> yeah, you, you look at the look at what happened at Croyd there on the weekend last weekend. I mean, you you guys, the girls, you know, you were running the the stand. Yep. And, and all of the stuff that we've put together as far as our, our trade stand goes that we've taken around to the shows now, it's just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But we you know, we won the we won the uh Croyd Truck Show's best trade stand trophy for the thing. It doesn't happen with you without you girls. You three mm. make that, that happen. Dead I've got dead. about as I've got about as much of a bloody creative bone in my body with that as is ridiculous. It's, I just don't know what to do. Mm. I go around and talk trucks and take photographs. That's what and, I do. And they were all so helpful when they're floating in some warm spa pool somewhere. I know, right? It's, oh, you've, got to, you've got to have some enjoyment. You've got to go and do this. I these know. Things. It was lovely. I did enjoy yeah. that. But it, but it is overwhelming. Like we sit here at this time of night listening to ourselves, but watching the listener numbers on, like we have an online platform here that shows. A, a little bit of what what's going on, but you know, oh, I, I have to thank the listeners for tuning in and and doing what they do. Like, you know. um, we have to support the we have to thank the sponsors. We've got three minutes to go, so we probably oh. should thank our sponsors. Well, as we've said, you know, Rentco, Rentco, Rentco. Yeah. Rento, Rento are helping us out a lot. They also sponsor the Mac Master. So the Mac Master, the Mac Master has got a bit of a thing on the back page. They've been supporting us from the start. Sunday, the twenty fourth of March, twenty twenty four, at Quarry Farm in Perth. Mm-hmm. The whole truck and life we'll crew are going to be there for that. We are going to be there. They've got a huge list of people that are did supporting you say, that. Did you say huge? Huge. Oh, huge. Huge. Mm. Huge. You can go you can go to WA Mac Master on Facebook or Instagram or any any of those things. All the proceeds from that show are donated to Perkins and mm. um that is gonna be absolutely massive. The Sunday the twenty fourth of March twenty twenty four at Quarry Farm in Perth. The major sponsor of the MacMaster is Renko, and Renko mm. are sponsoring our rig of the month, and uh, we thank them so much for that. They've been a great, well, let's put it this way, uh, their their uh, their sponsorship really does help us create the quality magazine that we've created. So uh, where would we be without the without the sponsors? And and of course, the Renko rig of the month is is a, is a big part of the magazine, but we've also got a lot of other sponsors in there, VDAC, TBI, Monkey Spunk. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. Mm. There's HBP. some support from the industry. HBP Finance, THS, Transport Health and Safety. Of course, TruckWiz, our mate, our mate Terrence from TruckWiz. And I think Terrence's got a thing at the moment too, if you buy a bit of TruckWiz... Or yes. Tones Truck and Geary might give you a magazine as well. And That's right. So also West Oz Customs have been looking after us a little bit. Um, and, of course, old mate Bloomfield that does Diesel Dog for us. It's just that we're getting more and more support. And um, 
you know, we've, we've, we've got a guy now that's helping us out with that sort of stuff. If you're out there listening and you, and you think that you want to be a part of the magazine, send us an email or give us a ring and we'll, we'll, we'll sort that out with you. Also, the radio station, also the podcast. So, you know, we've, we've, we've got a fair bit going on. She's it's all, crazy. I don't know how I'll find time to drive a truck, to be honest with you. She's all going on, eh, Mike? It's all happening. Someone said they want to hear Leonard Skinner. Oh, Leonard Skinner. Which one? What? What? Who? When? When? Well, you could call me the breeze. Would be a good Leonard Skinner song you could play. Sweet Home Alabama would be another one you could do. Yeah, do Sweet Free. Home Alabama. It's it's Freebird. Funny one, you know. You've got sweet fifteen home minutes. Alabama, like people hate it and they love it. I love they, it. They hate it, and that's the main thing. <laughs> call me the breeze. I don't think I've heard that one, Mike. Give me three. Give me three steps. That's another good one. Oh, well, right. it's 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 an interesting one. Like, um, it's one of those songs we used to try to talk to our kids about. What what do you play? How do you get a crowd up? Like, you know, and it's one of those songs like "Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah, is is a song that people always love to listen to, and yeah, yeah. like American Pie. Oh, I love American Don't Pie. Don't mm. So it's it's one of those ones that you, I don't know, did people hate it, people love it. But yeah. anyway. Anyway, ten o'clock, mate. Let's call it a day. Shall we? Or... I think we should. Oh. Thanks yeah. to all of our listeners, thanks to all of our supporters and uh try to behave yourself. That's it. And if you can't be good, be spectacular. Oh, and we, yeah, my mouse has played up really badly. I can't even get it to move. <laughs> Isn't that bad? So you can't I'm get not surprised. I'm not surprised, oh. Craig, that you can't get anything to move. <laughs> anyway, we'll go to the news. There are pills for that, you know. <laughs> When you can't get done. I'm Sean Bindley. More than $1 million is being poured into cancer research to help improve the outcomes for people with metastatic breast cancer. The funding will accelerate the collection of cancer stage and recurrence data to identify patterns of delayed diagnosis and recurrence rates. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says it's a tribute to the late MP Peter Murphy, who died last year after her battle with breast cancer. Peter used to say that there's a solid rule that applies across so much of life. The more we know, the better we can help. And it certainly applies when it comes to cancer. The more we know, the better our understanding is. Queensland Police are investigating.